and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I am joined by James Farley. Hello. And Matthew Murray. Hello. Is everyone all right if we wrap this up after about an hour tonight? Uh, please. Thinking that, closer that, to forty-five. Let's really yeah, okay. shake this model well, because the new Alan Partridge show's on at half nine. That's a very um, good point. We've got an hour and ten. And it's like the it's, it's like the first thing I've wanted to watch live on TV in about five years. Oh, yeah. So did, did you, you see what, the email could, you sent everyone? I did. Mm. Yes, yeah, brilliant. Very good, Absolutely genius. <laughs> I could cut quite a few of these news stories, to be honest. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. I mean, who who um, really cares about this? You know, Microsoft stuff being on on let's Switch. Let's not and cut stuff, that. You know? Let's cut some of the other <laughs> shit further down the list. <laughs> uh, speaking of cutting things, James, have you got you've got some news for us? Uh, I, so I don't want to. I think you were going to do it this way. It's um, uh, okay. Well, no, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not, it I'm is what like, it is, James. Just yeah, you know. I know it was a mistake. Out there. It's, it's facts. You got to talk. Yeah, you know, let's talk about it. It was a mistake, and it's go. <laughs> and I feel terrible about it. Sounds like it. you're so, admitting to a crime. Well, yeah. <laughs> I killed a man. No, just tell it to tell the listeners and us what's happened. Well, so you know, like Rezd, you know, like how yeah, we were going to do the live show. It's there. a big live show all, on six of April. All, all of us going to do a show together. It's yeah, going to be a great four. time. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Us, yeah. Dave, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Can't wait. I can't Getting wait. The dream team back together on stage together. Frankly, it's, it's going to be so good. Oh, it's yeah. going to be the best thing ever. Yes, go on. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to be there. What um, do you mean, obviously? <laughs> <laughs> that's not obvious at all. I think that's the last thing we expected yeah. to hear. I know, well, it was the last thing I expected as well, because, I mean, we were having interesting conversations about the live show, like, you know, over WhatsApp and everything, and then I suddenly thought, hang on, what day is Rezzed? Like, I couldn't remember what the day was, and um, so I looked it up, and then I realised there was a bit of a problem. And Well, no, I mean, you didn't look it up, you asked me, when is it? I mean, you could have uh, remembered... Or looked at a website, or just thought back to the times we discussed in the past. But go on. I don't remember the dates. This is—I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, remember clearly, dates in general. Clearly, because obviously, when the tickets were booked or whatever mm-hmm. was happening, have you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You—you you would have said I can't do that weekend because I'm in London for the big live shoe. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, I'm actually going to be in China anyway um, because I'm going back there for like three weeks or so. And so you're three also going to have to two weeks over the a, weekend. It's amazing. It's amazing what James will do to get out of a. Trumpet performance, isn't it? <laughs> no, well, James, over the weekend you said two weeks. Now it's three weeks. I, no, I said I said three weeks tops, like for getting replacement. But then I thought, as you're doing a live show, you probably won't do one of those anyway. So it's like two weeks tops that you'll have to get someone else, probably. You know, to. Okay, I forgot about the normal show. Hey, I hey, decided yeah, I thought two weeks, including the live show. You're saying it's like you're not only missing the live show, and the listeners listening right now. Devastated. Some people probably have just paused the podcast, dried their tears, took go on the Samaras website, I'm not sure. And now you're saying two other shows as well. We have to yeah, find a place. Yeah. It's because I couldn't help it. It's because I haven't been back there for a very long time. We were looking at going back there <laughs> no, in the it's, summer. It, it's fine. These, you know. these things happen. I mean, Although, it, it uh, is on fine, the up, but... <laughs> on the up, one lucky listener, if you're the first person to get to Res this year and say at the door that your name is James Farley from the Computer Games Show, you got a free press pass, haven't you? Yeah. So that's, that's true. You that's could actually uh, give it to someone. <laughs> yeah, just that, come to be... the door holding yeah. a trumpet and they're like, we yeah. know you. And they'll be like, oh, we know who this is. Oh, it's... <laughs> it's the Farley, the Farley man. Um, <laughs> Um, so either way, I mean, I'm, I am devastated to be honest because I was very much looking forward to that, and then now, now I can't do it, and I'm so a bit sad. When the tickets were being booked, I presume whoever booked tickets said, "Oh, we're going April," and you're like, yeah, "Fine, do, do I'm not doing anything in April." Yeah, because I, I don't remember when Rest was. I thought it was like June or I don't know. I don't know when June. it was. It's I hadn't thought about it, Matt. It's just like I don't don't think about these things like constantly. You know, it's I remember. evidently because now oh, it's. it's, it's <laughs> Disappointed. It's the first one I've missed, and I'm just you know I'm a bit sad. First one of two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
well, well <laughs> I'm sure yeah. I'm sure you'll do great though. It's uh, I mean you won't be able to stitch me up this time like you did last time, so that's 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 a good thing. I don't thing. know, the fact that you're not there makes it much easier. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, we're gonna absolutely we do whatever we want. Stage. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, just like last time we met. We won't. I mean Dave, like, I can't speak for Dave. But yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be livid. Anyway, yeah, so that's that's disappointing. It's a disappointing way to start a pod. Yeah. It is. But uh, we but needed to get that out. If you're still if anyone listening, you can still be asked. We are doing a live show at Res. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the refund policy is. If you've already booked and you're now regretting it. Yeah, I mean, um, Airbnb, I know, if you book one M, that should be right. The tick, I mean, uh, I mean, Res numbers. You often, often after like Res and Ejax, they always put like a press release or someone does saying, numbers have been yeah. through the roof this year. You know, the change <laughs> this year might be the first year is a bit of a downturn. Obviously, they'll they'll blame Brexit. But re- I think we yep. know the real, the real reason why the numbers weren't up this year. Um <laughs> Yeah, disappointing. But yeah, we are doing a live show at Saturday, 6th of April at, uh, at 4 p.m. at Res. So if you're in the area, if you come to Res, even without James being there, uh, please get a ticket. Standard standard day ticket is all you need and you come and watch us do a live podcast on stage at Res. I'm glad they've brought us a bit earlier this year because last time it was like everyone was going home and just walking past the room that we were in and be like, oh, what's that? Um, I'm off. Yeah, <laughs> can't be so 4, 4 p.m. is about right. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, obviously, me too. Obviously, so going James Obviously, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so right. Um, Feedback. Come on. It's not fair. <laughs> but no, no, but you have, got, you have got to be honest. If you knew which date it was, <laughs> that we probably might be in this situation, right? Well, uh, no, not necessarily, because <laughs> that was the only time. It was the when the chip uh, tickets were cheap, you know, for when flying. The, when so the chips were ticket. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. When the chips were ticket. Okay, well, we, we're over that. No more. We won't mention that again, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's the feedback, Matt? Our well, feedback's been great as well. Um, <laughs> last week we had some <clears throat> dodgy uh, opinions, uh, and that's actually just from the listeners. We were fine in that <laughs> did, regard. Matt, Matt, did the listeners love our opinions last week? They were big fans, and we had loads of emails just saying, "Brilliant! You know, you guys are the best." I fully agree with everything yeah. you said. We did have. We some don't read those out because that's just big-headed, isn't it? We did yeah, have some that snuck through, which didn't agree so much. Um, it's just it's just <laughs> constructive criticism, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty you. much. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, someone emailed in about Matt. Galaxy last week, um, basically saying they weren't a fan. Uh, that guy's back, Chris Hayes, aka Hayes Red Mist. Guys, Hayes Red Mist here. Apologies, firstly, for upsetting the three of you to the point you disregard my question entirely and named the show after giving me lackluster personal wellness advice. Please rest assured, I'm doing everything possible to improve myself. James, you that? said. Wait, wait, Matt, so, what was the name of the show last week? Sort your life out. Really? Okay. <laughs> Which is, Who I said think, that? Well, was it me? Said, I can't remember. Yeah, one of us said to one of the listeners, it's fine. Okay. It's just banter. James, you said, <laughs> in, in, uh, in a quotation here, imagine not wanting to engage with that world. Uh, James, did you read my email at all? I said I've tried many times to play Mario Galaxy and to see what the fuss is about. It pains me to assess it like I have, but that's where I am. I bought this game and I've really tried. I'm a 3D Mario fan, haven't completed all the other 3D Mario games except Galaxy titles, and I just can't get into it. And you know what? It's okay. You are not being trolled. I'm sure the Zelda email also wasn't trolling you. Much like Jeff from Giant Bomb wasn't trolling when he gave his negative opinions on Zelda. Or was he? Is this all just a conspiracy? It's not often I would suggest the main one may have slightly handled his travesty slightly better than his disciples. How dare you? But here we are. <laughs> Mourning his wisdom and integrity in the smouldering embers <laughs> of the world he has built for you all. P.S. I will admit, Gal- Mario Galaxy does look fucking incredible in HDR. 
I mean, where's this idea that like Dave was nice and sensible come from? I don't I know. He's just <laughs> totally forgotten what, how he used to be. I mean, the idea that he's like—I mean, the like, wisdom and integrity. I mean, that's—they're mm. not two words that I really associate with Dave, to be honest. It's uh, absolutely. Although not. I do, I do quite want like a, I do quite want like a portrait of Dave now with like a little banner across the bottom, with like what's wisdom and integrity in like Latin? Yeah, I think it should be. <laughs> Probably something with like US on the end, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, um, so yeah, just give it give it one more go, Chris Hayes. One more go, and then maybe that would be the time you, you like get a Mario Galaxy. As well as that, we also had an email about Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm. Uh, Harrison Hunt is back uh, with his opinions. In episode one forty, you said you thought a listener that emailed in, the one that disliked Breath of the Wild, was trolling. When the Switch came out, my friends and all got Breath of the Wild. My friends and I all got Breath of the Wild, and none of us found it enjoyable. From the bland cookie cutter guardian shrine things, which you're forced to do to get a marketer, to the terribly, terribly bland open world, we found it dull and frustrating. Although it did have some amazing parts, the Divine Beasts and Ganon's big house were brilliant. Big house. Although overall, it was a bit shit, and all my friend group agreed on most okay. of this. Okay. Some people dislike they, things they that should... you like, just in case you're unaware. That's fine. I mean, they should go um, back to um, playing PUBG, obviously. But it's just like... I mean, I, okay, it's fine. Obviously, people have different opinions about different sort of things. But saying that like Breath of the Wild is shit is kind of embarrassing, really. It is a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all right with people not liking the things that are very close to my heart. If you think Monster Hunter's impenetrable, fine. If you think Earth Defense Force looks a bit cheap and shit. If you think Dark Souls is too hard. I mean, whatever. But I, I can't understand anyone not liking Breath of the Wild. I just can't. I can understand That's people just... like not liking it, but just describing it as being shit is just well, yeah, yeah. It's just like just... there's, there's, yeah, there's sort of there's reasonable critique. Like, oh, well, here's elements I had problem with, and then there's the the bland open what the bland open world. Yeah. What, I mean, that, what, what, uh, what that says to me is like all, all his friend group, all that this guy's friend group agreed. What that says to me is one person has really strong opinions, the rest are all too afraid to actually say, you know what, <laughs> I actually like the game. Like, <laughs> oh, crazy. Anyway, sort, sort your life yeah. out again, House and Hunt. <laughs> David Trapmore um, uh, emails in after all the controversial opinions last week, I don't think there are many, but whatever, I thought I'd chime, chime in with my own. I can't stand 2D Mario games. <laughs> I just find okay. it so boring and uninspired. Oh, for I'm all sure. Months. Hang on, hang on. I'm sure this is because, like Matt, don't bring me into this. Like Matt, I didn't really <laughs> play Nintendo games when I was young. I tried a number of times to play a 2D Mario game, but every time I sack it off after a while and play something good. Oh. When you look at the 3D Mario <laughs> games, there's so much originality, amazing graphical level design. Uh, the 2D games just look and play, play so boringly in comparison. I just think I read really like. I just think I don't really like the single-player run to the le- from the left to the right style platformers. Much prefer a Metroid-style platformer with a world to explore. Um, uh, wh- okay, there's a question here. He's not in, but I don't, I, I don't mind. Which <laughs> one 2D Mario game do you think I should play to change my opinion? And please don't say a Super Mario Bros. game, as I think I'd rather give up on games. <laughs> <laughs> Also, okay, as ever, love the pod. Four last week's episode was really good. P.S. I also don't like Tetris. Fucking hell, David. <laughs> David Trapmore. Um, I mean, I, I'm intrigued because you know I, I always defend uh, Yoshi's Island. Um, I think it does things quite differently from most Mario games. I think it's very interesting. I think it looks gorgeous. Um, 
I'd be intrigued to see if he's tried Yoshi's Island. Not the sequels, though. They're mostly shit. Um, because that is quite... I think it's quite different. But then it's still running left to right. Like, if he really wants exploration, then I, I guess he's, he's just not going to get that from a, no, a 2D I, Mario game. No, I don't agree. Because the thing is... Okay, is cool. You see, this is the thing. Because, I, I mean, I was going to talk about New Super Mario Bros. U, like, in the What You've Been Playing bit, but I'll just stick it yeah. in here anyway. Because it's like... Because right. the, the thing of that is, is that superficially that does appear to be like another sort of just standard 2D Mario game where you are just sort of doing that. And it, it is like that probably for two thirds of the game, but then it, it towards the end. And also like after you start, it's sort of exploring more stuff to try and get all the coins and stuff. It does become mm. all about exploration and about trying to sort of, you know, mm. sort of find stuff and everything. And I, I don't know. I don't understand this idea that it's like, that it's boring and sort of, yeah, they all look like exactly the same or anything. Cause they really don't. It's just, the the genius of those games becomes apparent much further into them, and after you start sort of uh, exploring more in like more depth to try and find all the secrets, because that's the main yeah. thing is they're like they're absolutely rammed packed with like just like things that you wouldn't expect, like where things are yeah. and everything, and also you know the different sort of design for the for the levels. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know, crazy. But then the thing so- is, is you're you're only going to get that after you've played it for about sort of like. 10 or 15 hours or so you're not going to get you're not going to get <laughs> which, that yeah. like straight away which is i mean i yeah. do feel that like 2d mario games are they're they're not ones for not i wouldn't say not for, for beginners to play but they're not very friendly at all they mm-hmm. really aren't yeah. i mean like trying i mean i tried to play like new super brothers with my family and it's it's nearly impossible because <laughs> well, i thought anyone's had those things where it stops you from falling and the bubble they do but mechanic. it's still but that's not the point really because then towards the end it is all about the challenge and it's it gets really tough like towards the end and mm-hmm. that's part of the fun of those games is like being able to sort of like truly master them you don't really get that with the 3d ones like the 3d ones are maybe a bit more about exploration but the 2d ones are like pure like just platforming really and just, i wonder if like, it's just like i'm i'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who like started with Mario 64 and went from there. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, play Mario Brothers 1. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe it does seem kind of shit in comparison. I don't agree with that, but I can see why. Like, if that's where your perception of Mario started, why going back to the 2D stuff might just be like, well, because they are. I know there's a similar design ethos across them, but they are very different. Like yeah, two D, very 3D. very different. I mean, if so, you think, I mean, if you think about like more recent stuff, like things like Celeste and everything have more in common, I would say, uh, with yeah. with those than you know, than uh, than the three D games do. Certainly, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, he also doesn't like Tetris. I mean, that's, that's just weird. But yeah. fine, I mean, can't do anything some- about that. Already it's some a, shocking hmm. opinions on on this week's pod. Well, maybe, we maybe it's a column for the main bit of feedback. Can we just columns or whatever? <laughs> you know, so can we just say? So last week this was funny because we got two quite surprising emails slagging off, you know, some pretty major sacred cows, which I think is why this came across worse than perhaps it could have. <laughs> um, but yeah, please please don't make this the uh, controversial opinions show. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Not> the, no. <laughs> Please, I mean, Detroit was good. That's a perfectly normal opinion. Yeah, everyone knows that. that yeah, knows that's, that's, that's that real totally fact. Normal. Andrew yeah. Rice emailed in after last week on the Nintendo Direct. They announced Rune Factory Five, I believe, as one. Mm. And we we're like, oh, hang on. I think one of you might have said it. It was similar to Harvest Moon ish. Mm. There was a discussion mm-hmm. about it. There was also yep. a discussion on Stardew Valley. Andrew Rice 
pops up. Uh, after hearing a chat about Stardew Valley again this week, I had to get in touch. I'm a big fan mm. of the Rune Factory series. We found one, boys. Uh, and I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed all the entries, including the slightly dodgy oceans on PS3, where they practically ripped out the farming. So I was very excited to get fired into Stardew Valley when it came to consoles, having heard so many positive things about it. What I found was a game that's hideously optimised for consoles, including what I think is a cardinal sin, having a mouse cursor on screen. I'd understand if it is some huge complex thing but the Rune Factory games have been gunning for years about having any problem with the controls. Despite the controls I pushed through and I found the game to be soulless. The characters were boring often hard to track down and the overarching plot felt like it was getting in the way of just having a good time. Also the dungeons went up too much. I'd strongly recommend anyone who likes Stardew to give um, Rune Factory a go when it comes to Switch. It's a series that has been underappreciated for too long and actually plays really well on consoles. Um, I hope that wasn't too much of a rant, but someone needs to stand up and fight RF's corner. No, fair enough. Um, he's, yeah, not entirely wrong about the console controls on the Stardew Valley. They are yeah, a bit they sort definitely of tacked feel on. Yeah. yeah, like you, um, like playing the PC version with a controller, which you can do. I was still like reaching over for the mouse occasionally, and the the proper console controls aren't much different. Um, so yeah, no, that's entirely fair. But no, I've I've always been intrigued by Rune Factory. So I yeah, when it comes to yeah, Switch, what well, did they, so they announce? But... Didn't they announce the, so they announced a port of Rune Factory Four, and they also announced that when Rune Factory Five comes out, that it's also coming yeah. to the Switch. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see how well Rune Factory Four does, given that everyone knows the new ones on the way. But maybe if it's cheap, I'll have a look. I don't know. Yeah, I've still I haven't, I haven't heard the series before, but I'm definitely more intrigued. Mm. And if there are mm-hmm. like serious Stardew Valley comparisons or some other games like that, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all over, I might give it a go when it comes yeah. out. Um, Andrew Adam Lun emails in from Beijing. Um, hey. I have a listener here, nice. living in China. I hope you make good on your promise to come over here and do a show. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> well, <laughs> we did on. promise that. We totally did promise we, that. Did we, we did. Yeah, we, we promised that. Yeah. No, no. We, well, we, we said like I mean, I, one that, I assume he's joking. Oh, no, we, if, we, we <laughs> promised if someone paid. You know, for us to do oh, that, right, okay. we, we would. But yeah, no well, one's Adam Lunn is threatening to put up, put up the cash. So <laughs> send the check over. Anyway, he, he did email us, uh, linking us to this um, song by a pig with a face of a boy on YouTube called "The Complete History of the Soviet Union Arranged to the Melody of Tetris." I, I wasn't interested in that. I just wanted to talk about the Beijing live show, which isn't happening. <laughs> sorry, Adam. Uh, Disgraceful, Matt. Now we go oh, yeah, to the sorry, real bit of feedback. I'm, Around if I'd seen this before, three. I'd have watched the video first, but I haven't. Sorry. Yeah, it, it did look alright, but it's, it, if anyone's interested, it's from a thing called Pig with the Pig with the Face of a Boy on YouTube. It's called The Complete History of the Soviet Union Arranged to the Melody of Tetris. Get on that. If Fair you enough. Oliver Birch emails in with the first of some Crackdown 3 feedback. Oh, Hello, no. chaps. First off, um, oh no, here we go. Listening to, uh, I, I'm not going to read the intro. Listening to the bus stop this week, <laughs> we cracked down. I absolutely have to agree with James. There is no good reason that this game couldn't have been released some four or five years ago. While Matt argued it's unfair to compare it to Spider Man, I think it's more than reasonable to size it up next to another Insomniac classic, Sunset Overdrive, Sunset Overdrive, which released some five years ago. Everything that Crackdown does well, Sunset does miles better and then some. The traversal is far superior in Sunset. Sure, it's not as tall, but it's way, way more fluid and fun. The weapons in Crackdown are painfully tedious when compared to the bizarreness of Sunset's arsenal. Customization in Crackdown is borderline non-existent. It's a huge aspect of Sunset. There's no worthwhile multiplayer in Crackdown. Reckon Zone is cringeworthy. Where again, Sunset actually had a fun multiplayer mode with friends. Half the fun was just in racing from one mini game to the next using your preferred traversal method. It's not just 
just jump, jump, dash, dash. The story is so similar since the Megacorp looking to control the population, but Sunset delivered it in a way that was engaging and with characters that actually had memorable personalities. Even Terry Crews couldn't save Crackdown's poor excuse of a campaign. All in all, Crackdown's greatest achievement is reminding me how good Sunset Overdrive is. <laughs> I've not played Sunset no, Overdrive. Me neither, but I've got it. I've actually yeah. got it installed I've, on my I've console. I've got it as well, but never played it. Because it's part it. of games of <laughs> gold at one point. And, um, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And I think particularly, actually, when Spider-Man came out, people were saying, oh, it's all like, this, you know, people were mentioning how good Sunset was. I've got that. Maybe I mm-hmm. should give it a go. Anyway, Ben Syme uh, uh, wrote some messages on our Discord. Uh, totally agree with your Crackdown 3 comments, James. It's one of the few system exclusives Xbox fans seem to be waiting for, being so disappointing that it's, it's okay um yeah basically being so disappointed utterly basic make it's uh, so utterly basic and that makes sense to me although what i don't agree on was the comment that warframe is a ripoff of destiny warframe came out march 2013 destiny came out in september 2014 yeah that's true he, but he then got, warframe has been like iterated on like a lot hasn't it like since it's come out and obviously it's uh, like, so's destiny though yeah but yeah it's supposed to be on my side sean it's, uh, no, sorry. I, well, I, he's his own yeah, man. Yeah, me, the, the Warframe liker. <laughs> yeah, exactly, the Warframe <laughs> fan. Uh, Stig, 100% behind James's argument on Crackdown 3, at least evolve your game. For a game that came out 12 years ago, or 12 years after the first, and move nothing on is a pisto, quite frankly. Uh, I imagine they're sticking up for it would be saying slightly different if they paid 40 or 50 quid and not got it on Game Pass. Uh, yep. Also, I was saying that they they didn't really big it up as a massive exclusive. James was saying they pushed it as a like second coming. Uh, Stick continues. I never said that. That's Stick complete con- nonsense. <laughs> well, you did say that they massively pushed it, did you not? They did. I know. I said that they did make a big deal out of it at those E3s. They every yeah, time they showed stuff about it. It's not the same as like saying like you know this is like a new Halo coming out or whatever. But it was like a big push okay. that they did with it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to, to Connor's message. Yeah, I just disagree so much with what James says. He kept saying it's been bigged up repeatedly, when in reality... Yeah, Matt, got... you've missed out all the other I, stuff I, of people I'll agreeing with you. I'll go back to Stig in a second. <laughs> this, this is irrelevant. Right. Um, I just disagree so much with what James says. This is Connor. He kept saying it's been bigged up repeatedly, when in reality he got a token trailer of some of the E3 conferences over the years, a tech demo of the cloud tech at a developer conference years ago, and barely any marketing... And he tries to blame the argument that this is somehow unexpected and that Matt should have been surprised of its quality. If James, after reading multiple news stories over the years with the troubled development, uh, delays, moving devs, and also himself having concerns about the game when discussing it on the pod in the past, genuinely expects it to be much better than it was. He's a liar. He criticised the map for having what turned out to be accurate, realistic expectations, but he was comparing what Matt expected against what people actually want the game to be in an ideal, perfect world. James. Now, what, what's happened there is he's misunderstood what I was saying. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I was not saying that I was expecting it to be good. I was saying that I was hoping it was going to be good, and it should have been good, given how long it had in development. And the expectation that there was that Microsoft needed something that was going to be good, like coming out of this. That's yeah. that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that I was expecting that it was going to be good, because it was yeah, pretty like obvious. We're, that- we're all expecting a 7 out of 10, but hoping to be surprised, given, yeah. that, given how much importance Microsoft seemed to be putting on it. And but, they were. They, I mean, yeah. abs- I mean, otherwise, I mean, what else? As, as I said, you know, what else have they got coming out this year? This was like one of the, you know, one of the sort of the, the yeah. main releases for the year. Yeah, <laughs> true. Let's go back and to Stig. And it is fine. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it again in a bit. But the game is fine. No yeah. one's saying you're not allowed to like it. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's just a bit shit that this is one of the few exclusives Xbox has got all year. 
Yeah, Stig, uh, continue, we'll go back to Stig's comment. Microsoft also completely <laughs> pushes as a big exclusive to start with. Their trailer's E3 in 2014, 2017, 2018, even bringing up a celebrity to hype it up. Look at the trailer's announcements on YouTube and have thousands of likes and comments on how excited people were for it, saying it's a system seller for them. I just agree with James. Again, five is an element that had people excited. Take a look at the YouTube comments on the initial trailer to prove this. Could have been so much more than just a copy of a 12-year-old game. It just highlights Microsoft's poor exclusives, Forza withstanding. And that's exactly the point I was trying to make. It's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well we, had, we had tons more tons more emails and comments about that. Basically, people mostly agree with James. A couple agree with me, but mostly agree with James. But, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it for follow-up or feedback. Uh, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you want to tweet us your feedback or anything else we've said, spoken about on this show. Or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. James, please open the news pipe and okay. blast my eyes. Okay, here, here comes the new sewage. Um, <laughs> the the <Okay>. newage. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to do a follow-up on the Norwich's Fortnite Live Festival because oh, yeah. there was some new news. And the first bit of new news was that, unsurprisingly, Epic are now suing the um, the people that were uh, involved in oh, this. Oh, what a surprise. So... <laughs> I, okay, so this, these are the statements anyway. So Epic have said, uh, the quality of our player experience is incredibly important to us, whether it's inside the game or at an official public event like last year's Fortnite Pro-Am. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that was that. Then it says, Epic Games was not in any way associated with the event that took place in Norwich, and we've issued a claim <laughs> against the organisers in the High Court of London. <laughs> but then in response, uh, Sean Lord... Uh, who was from the company which is called Exciting Events Limited. Oh, is their name. Oh, no. Uh, standards. I mean, they didn't even live up to their name. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they emailed all of the customers involved uh, with Fortnite Live, and I've got their quote here. Uh, He said, um, the vast majority of children loved Fortnite Live Norwich. And he also said that exciting events were still committed to hosting the two future Fortnite Live events, even what? after all the national publicity and personal abuse and threats <laughs> experienced by the directors and family of the business. Oh, no, I, I shouldn't laugh, laugh at personal abuse and threats. but No, no obviously not. No, God. It's, it's terrible. But then yeah. it says, here, in response to the media frenzy, Epic Games have now forced uh, the shutdown of the two pre-booked Fortnite Live events with the immediate removal of all promotional communication from the public domain. Then he says, uh, these proceedings by Epic Games has had a catastrophic impact on the company's ability to trade, which has forced Exciting Events Limited to cease all trading activities immediately. And the director of Exciting Events will now seek to limit the losses to third parties as far as possible. So basically the company's gone bust and uh, they're kind of done. And the assets are now going to be turned into cash and the creditors are going to get paid, primarily HMRC, who it seems (laughs) owe quite a lot of money. And any money left over will then go to those people who had secured uh, like individual agreements for a refund. So you know those ones okay. that were lucky enough to get it through Facebook, but uh, anybody yeah, yeah. else, you're kind of out of, out of luck. Well, they uh, they that, should so. say, yeah, all refunds were paid in V-Bucks. So yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just, so You know, like when obviously a company the size of Epic sues someone like this and normally you think, oh, come on, why are you even bothering? What's the point? You don't need the money, et cetera, et cetera. But when they've just so brazenly just used someone else's <laughs> brand and just done the shittest event possible, ruined the day of loads of families, <laughs> you just think, oh, God, you're a load of fucking crooks. Like, sure, they had just, four go-karts. 
It's, Four you know, go-karts. Also, yeah. Sean, loads of kids had a great day out. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, yeah, true. I've, I've ignored that true fact, haven't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Half just, of the people yeah. should love Fortnite Live Norwich. Fortnite yeah. Live Norwich. I didn't realise they were actually other events. This is great. They should have kept yeah. them going because actually, I think lots of people would have wanted to go to the others after such great publicity. No publicity yeah. is bad publicity, is that what I say? You know, like this, I mean, this is a problem I'm surprised everywhere. they weren't like branching out. You know, got like Fortnite Live Stoke. And things like yeah. that, you know, like different places. <laughs> it's just, it's a shame. Are you just trying to pick somewhere equally grim, James? Is that what you? Yeah, no, just trying to I find wasn't a, doing that a at northern all. town to laugh <laughs> at. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Okay, <clears throat> next news story uh, we've got is that mm. Reggie has retired, and uh, yeah, Bowser is now in charge. It's. Uh, yeah, fucking- I mean, I mean, it was funny enough when they hired a man called Bowser, and now they've actually put him in charge of Nintendo of America. Yeah, um, I mean, Reggie was there going. for he was at NOA for fifteen years, and thirteen mm-hmm. of those he was he was COO and president. And he, I mean, it's funny because he started there during like the GameCube and GBA years, which feels yeah. like a very long time ago now. Which I guess mm. it was, but uh, I mean, apparently Bowser's been working under Reggie for the last four years, and. He was part of the sales and marketing efforts for the Switch. and But the only thing that worries okay. me about this, he was formerly an executive at EA. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm is, sure he's fine. That doesn't yeah. mean anything. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. Like, so loads of people have been really sad about this. Um, and I watched Reggie's like little farewell video, and it, it was sort of touching, I guess. Um, but, you know, and you're just like, the amount he's paid he'll say anything about oh the fans are amazing it's been so yeah. great working at nintendo it's like yeah of course it has <laughs> I mean, it always freaks me out when someone who's that high up in such a large company is like oh you know i'm retiring to spend more time with my wife and family you think oh god he probably hasn't seen them for years yeah he's like oh i'm gonna actually see my wife and children now um but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's always been an entirely pleasant uh, presence whenever he's been on directs or at E3 or whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, it will be a shame to see him go. Obviously, all the Reginator stuff, the you know, my body is ready. Yeah, all right, it's shit memes, but pretty funny. Yeah, and it's to find someone like of, uh, who's yeah that senior with a bit of sense of humour, with a bit about yeah. them, you know. Yeah, sure. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's really it's, sad in like a way I wouldn't expect myself to feel about a president of a of a computer of a video game company. Weren't you devastated when Don Matrix you know, was gone from uh, from Microsoft? That's true. It's nice to to him. It's like yeah, it's a totally yeah. different class. Um, I mean, there have yeah. been a couple of people like that that you think you know they are like entertaining and they've been like you know good like on stage and all that kind of thing. He was he was one yeah. of them, and uh, yeah, totally. It's a bit of a shame, really, but uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. next bigger news, maybe, is that Microsoft might be planning to bring the Xbox app and Game Pass to the Switch. So, oh, baby, this, this is it. Here we go. Here well, we go. I mean, this this follows on from like the plans that we heard earlier in the year about how they were going to bring Xbox Live to mobile platforms. And this is according to, it's called Direct Feed Games, who apparently have a good track record with rumours. Microsoft and Nintendo are working together, and there's going to be a partnership announcement later in 2019, where Microsoft are going to publish more software on the Switch and at least one high-profile game and also like an indie exclusive, which people seem to think is going to be Ori in the Blind Forest, is going to come to the Switch. But then, I mean, the most significant thing is that they're expected to release an Xbox app that is going to provide access to Game Pass and that will work through like Project X Cloud, allowing you, know, you to sort of stream games uh, 
you know, through the Switch, which is interesting. But then it's funny because, I mean, people are saying, you know, this is obviously, this is great, and it could mean that there'll be, like, third-party, you know, more third-party games on the Switch, you know, through this streaming app and everything. But isn't there still a just concern, though, that this is if this is going to work or not, like, in terms it's of, weird, like, the quality and everything? Cause, <laughs> like, cause there, so there's already, there's a couple of games you can yeah, buy on Switch that just stream, right? Yeah, Assassin's Odyssey. Creed, yeah. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I sort of rolled my eyes at that, like, uh, what's the point? Can't play it on the train or the bus or whatever, because um, obviously you need a decent internet connection. But the entire Game Pass library, I'll, yeah, fine. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I will accept like being limited as to where I can do that to have. But, no, no, but Skate there, there, there's three a two separate Switch. things though. Like a Game Pass is a download thing. S Cloud is a streaming thing. Like so, Game yeah. Pass. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so it's like Game yeah. Pass now. It's all just downloads, and like so, you that if that was on there, you could theoretically mm-hmm. just download. Well, that's I imagine how it's going to work. You download the games to your Switch. X Cloud is obviously the future technology where they'd be streaming games. So. Right. But how's that going to work though? Because how are they going to get all these like Game Pass games working on Switch? Like if if they're going to download them, I th- I'd have thought this oh, would well, have been yeah, pure I streaming. Yeah. I mean, they offer Game Pass on PC, and there's only about three games on it. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, guess it may be that. Yeah. It, it may be it'll be like there is a selection of like Game Pass games that work on Switch as well. But I'd mm. imagine the se- selection won't be too vast. Actually, yeah, that, that's a very good point. I mm. guess in that case, maybe everything is streaming because that's the yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, yeah. this is just a test for Project SCAL. They're going to test it by releasing this on Switch, seeing how that works. And this is like the proving ground <clears> in, in a way. I mean, yeah. it would make me more interested in Game Pass. Like, if I've got two places that I can use it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. If, you know, and it would make me more likely to pick up, you know, to be able to play, like, because they do get quite a lot of third party stuff on Game Pass now, don't they? You know, there's mm-hmm. all like the Life is Strange and all that kind of stuff. It'd make me more likely to, to probably go for that. Mm. Yeah, Game Pass is excellent anyway. I mean, they're always adding new games to it. I mean, I've I've got my subscription is currently live. There's like another two two pound deal the other month to get two. You basically buy one month for two quid and get a month free. And I've and I've basically and like obviously I got it when I first got a code when I first got my X. But there's been loads of deals since then. And what I've done cleverly perhaps is that loads of deals for for Game Pass is not just for new customers only. It's like I've had loads of these promo deals and codes, and they've all they've all worked. So they're they're also trying to get people used to having the service even if it means you know reducing it heavily at various points uh to get people involved because i've had it like on off well basically pretty much since it started but i've i've i think i might have paid 7.99 or whatever it is like once ever and the rest have been free codes or promo codes or discounts or whatever i think so i'm they're fucking trying up to make it I've, a key I've... part of my gaming lifestyle i guess yeah, I've definitely been paying £8 a month for several months now, so I need to oh, really? <laughs> myself out. <laughs> yeah, you See, do. I, there's I, so many offers out there. Yeah. I did it for the for Crackdown, because, you know, the, the mm-hmm. £2 for two months, I thought it was worth giving a try. But oh, yeah. I can't see myself continuing with it, to be honest, because there's not enough. There's yeah. not, I've, I've got too many things to play anyway, and it's like yeah. they need to look at massive library like that. Well, this is uh, it. This is the only thing that... Because obviously Game Pass is such amazing value for money, like it would be worth buying the console and just paying for Game Pass and then not really buying games anymore. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's not having the time for most of them anyway. That's just like, well, is there any point? See, and I, I feel know. that that is one of the big differences between like something like Game Pass and like you know the equivalent like for TV and stuff, where you, you know, yeah, there's a often there's a significantly like larger time investment like into games if you're going to play them compared with like TV or whatever. Yeah. I mean that that doesn't make sense because you get you know TV series like twenty hours or whatever like that. But <laughs> it's it's that's more passive and it's easier to just do that like stuff in the background and everything. Whereas with games it's a bit more. Yeah, I don't know. 
somebody tell yeah, me maybe, if you had, if you imagine if you had the same argument like we're like oh well maybe i'm not gonna get a game pass because i haven't got time imagine like well i might get netflix but i haven't got time to go through all the library so <laughs> i'm not gonna that's bother. true yeah you're not expected to go through no, the whole library like, you just like, like, you don't have to go through every single and, game yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's part of the yeah but that that goes back to the whole like completionist sort of nature of me this idea mm. that if I've got games on my system, I've got to play them and finish them. If you get and a box like, set, you got to finish it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, well, you do, don't you? It's just oh, you it's do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, but this is this is really interesting and exciting. And I mean, I, I, you know, uh, it's just yeah. God knows what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, but, but, but this time next year, or by, by the end of the year, you know, I mean, even when we had Minecraft on Switch, and then like you could log in with your Xbox Live account, that that felt weird and. Yeah. Obviously, we were previously about Xbox Live on all the platforms as like a, as a back end thing, and now this is yeah. yeah. because I, I can't imagine Nintendo being thrilled about like someone else's like ecosystem sort of <laughs> encroaching on theirs. And but I can like I can see them taking it on the chin for Minecraft because yeah. it's yeah. fucking Minecraft. Um, but this seem this is like another level of like you know crossing the stream so it's uh, yeah you can, i mean you can also see though why microsoft are really dead keen on this especially for like japan like yeah where they have like zero presence whereas with something like this maybe they can start to pick up you That's know true. through the switch you know people Plus, um, like you forget yeah. the value of like so like with steam um for all its problems like if you make a game and you put it on steam they will give you like as well anecdotally this isn't always the case but generally speaking they give you as many codes as you want and you are free to either give them away or sell them elsewhere if you really want to because valve understand that even if you buy the games elsewhere and they get no money from it they know the value is in you being tied into their system and their like so like if you buy a steam key elsewhere you still got to install steam and (laughs) and run it to play the game so you're still opening steam up and oh here's the steam store and and they understand that just having that sort of like that kind of reach is worth it in and of itself, even if you're not necessarily paying them for like one particular game. So maybe this is a similar deal where Microsoft are just like, well, it's just worth it to get our name on people's switches and to get them like, yeah, just in that, that sort of Xbox ecosystem, even if it's on someone else's hardware. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's crazy. And yeah, it's just exciting yeah. to see where we're going to be in a few months time. Yeah. It's also, I mean, the other thing I was just thinking about is, I mean, you've got Game Pass, which is like, you know, it's it's, it's obviously very popular with people. Mm-hmm. What's happened to PS Now? Because <laughs> what's I mean, what's crazy about that is that you can already download and play locally like double the number of games from that than you can on Game Pass. But really, no is one it that cares. Many? It's true. <laughs> it's well, and there's the, nothing really current on there, is there? Like. No, they've got PS4 it, games as well now. It's like no, but no, like it's all sort of stuff that's like a year old or whatever. There's no like, yeah. oh, by the way, this game's coming out next month. It's a major exclusive and it's free on PS Now. It like, is that, also that too expensive. Is is the other thing? Yes. I mean, yeah. is it still fifteen quid? Because that's just insane. Uh, something like that. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, they haven't. I don't think they've knocked it down at any point. So yeah. Yeah. It's like you know they've got something there clearly, but it's just they don't seem to be interested in pushing. Yeah, it, it was like they, they did that big announcement like, oh, you can download the games now. It, you know, and everyone's like, oh shit, maybe this is a real contender for Game Pass, and then they've just not done anything else with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pr- price drop and some new games would get me on board easily. But mm-hmm. here we are. 
I did just while we're on this sort of front, I'm going to add something on the, the news, James. Whoa, oh, whoa. Can you stop doing this, man? Are you all right with this, James? No, I'm not. He, st- did, <laughs> he did this before we started recording as well. He's like, oh, have you done this? Have you done this? And I was like, yeah, I have. <laughs> not even bothered checking. Yeah, yeah but okay, okay. I did say, okay, I've been talking about it. But I did say, maybe should we add this news because it's massive. And you're like, oh, yeah, totally forgot about that. I'm glad I added this one. Yeah, that's only one. That's one thing. <laughs> the other thing, though, you, I'd already added and you weren't bothered to check. Well, that was the Reggie thing. I just didn't see it. Anyway, look, I mean, this is like a tiny <laughs> thing, but basically Google have announced that they've got a, pre- a presentation at GDC where they're oh, basically yeah. going to announce, like, that. well, sources say they're going to announce and show off the hardware for this Project Yeti thing. Oh, so, so is it definitely hardware yeah, then? Well, so, so yeah, th- basically they've got this, um, this presentation at GDC and it says gather around, everything will be revealed. Sources okay. have said this is where they're going to unveil hardware for Project Yeti. Okay, because so, I, I assumed like there wouldn't be any hard, or like maybe a controller, and then the whole point was you just did it in Chrome or on your Chromecast or your phone or whatever. Well, I, but, I mean, maybe the hard in this case is basically like a beefed up Chromecast with a controller, maybe. Yeah, or, true. Yeah, yeah. That but yeah, so sense, th- yeah. Th- that's actually happening on nineteenth of March. So we've still got some while, but but the fact mm-hmm. is actually happening. They, they've got a presentation. They're making announcements at GDC. That's mm-hmm. that's also interesting because so, yeah. like, this. I mean, I was saying to Sean the other week this kind of bothers me actually and i'm not <laughs> i'm not very excited about google or apple getting into this no, space I, I because i say exactly that same thing it's I, almost like oh, God, i mean i don't in. feel that google or apple have been real like a positive really you know for for like the games they, they know, haven't the games they haven't stuff, been really. stewards of gaming have they they've just no. kind of let it happen and not really and brought known. us free to play you know yeah. it's just <laughs> i think like efforts have been made to like highlight good stuff i think apple are probably better at that than google google's just like have you heard of clash royale it's dead good um so yeah i've come across that once or twice um did not need that um highlighting um whereas apple has always seemed a bit like here are some cool indie games here's monument valley or you know whatever yeah um again monument valley is quite big but it's it's un- you know relatively unusual it's not like a you know it's a you buy it once and then you own a game um which is nice whereas google just seems to push like all the free-to-play stuff yeah, I mean, so, when they had their like projects, oh, I think it was called Project Stream tests over like back in the last year, and you could play yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to check. It, it, it's basically it's Assassin's Creed it's Odyssey. Them, you can play it in, it in Odyssey, okay. stuff. Who actually saying actually they're really they're really impressed with the beta. Okay. Um, so of so maybe so technology is probably there, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. The idea of Google coming into the the space doesn't exactly fill me with joy. Yeah, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, we've, we've been saying this since on live, like the whole streaming thing is like it's definitely better than it used to be. But there are certain times, types of games you're never gonna play. You're never gonna be able to play, um, you know, fighting games or particularly twitchy um, shooters or mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, yeah. do, do I play those games that much these days? Anyway, not really. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, but yeah, 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 so their thing is the March 19th, so we're still some while off, but it's exciting that they've confirmed something's happening, and I guess we'll see yeah, close yeah. to the time what that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, James. It's all right. It's all right. It's just <laughs> another nothing story, isn't it? Um, so, the next thing, I mean, the other thing that's happened this week is, I mean, you remember, okay, remember Detention? You know, the, uh, the game. Yeah, it's played quite a lot. Yeah. And then, I mean, Red Candle, who were the developers, have now got Devotion, which was their sort of their follow-up. Not it's not a follow-up because it's not actually connected at all, but it's uh, yeah, it's their sort of next release. And it's come out on Steam and on PC. I think Switch version's coming, hopefully not too far away. 
And the initial responses to the game were incredibly positive, especially over in China, because uh, mm-hmm. the it's made by a Taiwanese studio, and mm-hmm. on the mainland they were they were enjoying it. It seems to be going very well. But then something's happened, and what happened was that these that players found a Falu talisman in the game, and what these are oh, is these yeah. are like oh, yeah. these are those, like yeah. posters that Taoist practitioners used in the past for like supernatural like talismans for writing instructions on them to like deities and spirits so it's kind of like you okay. know to sort of you know dispel like evil and stuff like that so anyway somebody found one of these posters in the game and on this they have like the red seal which they often have in the in in like sort of this kind of like art and mm-hmm. the red seal in the center has the words xi jinping uh on mm-hmm. the right oh no then, it doesn't does it Oh, yeah. Oh, so God. Xi Jinping, oh, obviously, yeah. president of China at the moment, you know, president for life, president of everything as it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then on the left, it has like uh, Winnie the Pooh, like written in like, you know, with characters and everything. Right. The reason here, obviously, is because there is more than a sort of a striking similarity between Xi Jinping and Winnie the Pooh. They look they look very similar. And I to the point where, <laughs> I mean, these like images of uh, like Winnie the Pooh were like banned for a time in China and stuff like that. And you have like, yeah, people get okay. I've, get just, I've just seen his face. I can, yep. It's can see it, there's it. definitely a connection there with that. Yeah. So yep. they had this, and then also on the left, it had like the word moron written uh, in like Taiwanese dialects. Okay. <laughs> so that so you've got like Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh, and moron on that. So this obviously didn't go down very well uh, mm-hmm. with people on the mainland, and mm-hmm. they started to review bomb the game, and it's been like heavily like downvoted or whatever on on steam mm-hmm. and uh i mean uh, before this had happened discussions related to the game were uh, like banned on chinese gaming forums anyway but this has made people very upset and then there was another mm. reference was found where there was like a newspaper and the headline says like balza has been uh, sentenced to prison mm-hmm. now the thing about this is that okay so balza is like a steam bun it's like you know and what happened here was that Quite when Xi Jinping was first like when he first came to power, he did all these like sort of like sort of uh, like meet the people kind of events, and one of them mm-hmm. was where he went to like this Bowser shop, you know, mm-hmm. to like buy it and to show that he was one of the people and all that kind of thing. And so people started like saying he was like you know Chairman Bowser and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this this thing just as like Bowser has been sentenced to prison and like execution, and obviously that hasn't gone down very well. <laughs> Although what's funny about this is then people have said that I mean according to a Facebook user. This is also the nickname of Red Candle's co-founder, Wang Wei. Like, so it may right. not be anything related to Xi Jinping. But there are other aspects of the story. I mean, if, if anybody is interesting, you should have a look. I mean, Matt, you maybe will put in a link to the Spiel Times article because they go into this. Uh, in no, like... I won't do that, James. Okay. Well, either way, they Actually, go into I listened it in... back to last week's episode, and like at the time, I I didn't probably hear what you said when you said something like, "Yeah, put in the show notes." And I, I maybe I cut <laughs> on Discord, and I was like, "James, we don't do show notes in that way." Like it was. <laughs> <Yeah. you> are, <laughs> I, I don't know how this works, Matt, because I, I don't read the I know, stuff like clearly, that. So. Like, I did it for interface because there's like six links, and I was like, oh, "Imagine like, how much longer it'd take if I did show notes with proper." No, I don't do that. So Why not? I'm sorry. Well, you could at least put that in there. I mean, it's not no, a big I'm not deal. Going to put one link in just for that. No, anyway. No, I'm not doing it. Just go- everyone Google it for fuck's sake. Well, either way, I mean, this also goes into more detail about how the fact that there was like a link between the cult leader in the game and like with the like the CCP, like with the Communist Party and everything. So yeah, which point? It's on, just James. It's 
Fuck off, Matt. It's just, why, why do you want me to move on? But What's you said that? my last one was a non-story, and now you're talking about a, a, a game that... this is a non-story? I'm finding this, this, is... quite, I'm finding this pretty interesting, I'll be honest. Well, no, because oh, this, the, the reason, Matt, that this is a big deal is because the people, like, mainland Chinese like gamers are worried about this, not primarily because of the game, but because they're worried that as a result, Steam may get blocked, and then they won't oh, be really? able to... You won't be able course, to use Steam yeah, anymore. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't been blocked already, but it's, mm. I mean, yeah, because you thought it would be. But yeah, this this is like a genuine concern they've got about how, yeah, about uh, you know, the way this could go. I'm sure the Epic and Store will jump in. That's I true. doubt it. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and it's, it's just interesting because, I mean, they've, they've had to come out and, like, Red Candle came out and said that it was, uh, you know, it was not intentional as such and it was like you know it was like pre it was like art that they'd use when they were like building it and they weren't aware that it had got into the main release and they've already Classic. patched it to like remove it all I mean that but, sounds um, like bullshit doesn't it well yeah obviously but it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose they didn't blame on like a contract worker isn't yeah. that what they said they do <laughs> they always do that in China as well like whenever something happens they always say it's a temporary worker is yeah, like yeah, responsible so, 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 so this yeah. is me being super fucking ignorant so them being based in Taiwan like they're safe, right? They yeah. can they they can say what they want about the Chinese president. They can, but, yes. It's, but, uh, yeah. but the game is being sold in China, and that is where it has kicked off, understandably. Basically, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, there is at the moment like cross-strait relations aren't that great anyway because right. you've got like the DPP are in power at the moment, and mm-hmm. you've got Beijing are constantly trying to push against this idea of like Taiwanese independence, and yeah, right, yeah. even though even though the DPP are always like they say they're not. In, in favour of Taiwanese independence, but you know it's, it gets yeah, it gets very awkward. Yeah. So all right, I'll move on. Yeah, we, uh, should, anyway. we should move on. But yeah, that, that is an interesting story. But just you poop in my Google one, then you got that. It's not that interesting after. to you, hey Matt. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> Matt, Matt was more interested in uh, in yeah in, in other stories uh, yeah, such let's as. Go, let's get on to the next big one. That James everyone listening to the podcast, like, oh, I didn't expect to learn anything. Yeah. This is shit. <laughs> Yeah, you kicking off like that, James. <laughs> but no, it's, I see one of the comments I saw just online before we came on was like they were saying like how you know China's like mobilised this whole troll army to like to like do this. Mm. They haven't though. I'd, I'd be very surprised if that's what's happened. I mean, this is just the fact that there's this whole thing where you know if people criticise China, if people criticise the leader, they people do get quite nationalist about this stuff. I was going to say, is, there, is this them being nationalist about it, or is it just them resenting the developers for maybe getting Steam banned, or is it both? It's a bit of both, I'd, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, okay. after Tiananmen in 1989, they instituted like the patriotic education movement, and it's it's mm-hmm. worked quite well uh, as it goes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there's this whole thing of like you know you attack the leadership, you're attacking the party, then you're attacking the country. Right. You know, it's it, there's yeah. yeah there's the whole thing in one. It's it's kind of crazy, yeah. but uh, yeah. Fuck. Anyway. Anthem's physical sales are half Mass Effect Andromeda's. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these stories do my nothing. I mean, to an extent, you can put this down to shifting attitudes and people buying more stuff exactly. online, right? But also, can, but does it does read also, bad, doesn't it? <laughs> well, no, not just that, but also, yeah. I mean, okay, so Andromeda came out two years ago, yeah. and it used exactly the same kind of like methods as as uh, like Anthem has for coming out, you know, like EA Access, you know, yeah. digital downloads, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, Anthem sold, it's also sold like roughly a quarter of Destiny 2 sales when that came Ooh. out. Which okay. is not great. But then, yeah. okay, so you're thinking, okay, maybe everyone's just switched to digital, and that's the reason this has happened. Mm-hmm. But then the best thing to do then is to compare it with other games, maybe, that have come out more recently. Mm-hmm. And like the, number, like the numbers are like significantly lower than like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Resident Evil 2, like which came mm-hmm. out recently. Mm-hmm. So it's probably an indicator that things aren't maybe quite, aren't great. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it in a bit. But I think anyone who's been on the internet in the last week or two um, will have read things about Anthem and its quality. Yeah, um, I mean, sentiment's obviously low, and it's had they've been yeah. like firefighting what feels like every day with like some other like news that comes out and people yeah. with impressions that aren't particularly favourable. But like these stories just do my head in because uh, when are we actually going to get actual digital? you know, uh, uh, numbers and these things, because these numbers, these reports sort of mean nothing, because, well, obviously, this is a primarily online, this is an online game. Digital sales, mm-hmm. I think, will for this be much higher than a game like Kingdom Hearts or Resident Evil 2, because this is a primarily online game, you're going to want this to be yeah, digital anyway, people, so, people will buy fair comparisons either, and until yeah, we have our digital buy, sales like, as well, it's just hard to ascertain whether this is good or bad. Obviously, it doesn't sound great, and mm-hmm. from what we've heard about, you know, the game in recent weeks and the betas and all the stuff, Obviously, it isn't exactly going into its launch period with like a great deal of, uh, you know, of 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 great impressions and positivity. But this stuff without digital sales just is meaningless. I mean, yeah, because if you're going to buy something like Kingdom Hearts or um, whatever, yeah, like something that's you know very sort of single player led, then you're probably thinking, well, I'll play it and then trade it in. Whereas something like yeah. Anthem, you're like, oh, I'm going to be playing this fucking every day for the next three years. I'm never going to get rid of it. Um, so obviously you're more inclined to be like, well, oh, fuck it, I'll just get it digi- digitally then. I do think the, the comparison with Destiny 2 is worthwhile, though, because yeah, that, that's that is a similar sort of game. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, as you say, it's, you're only getting half a story, aren't you? I, I actually tweeted so, about saying, like, this is it, because we're going to get digital figures. And a couple of people retweeted to me, say, or replied saying, the UK reporting agency said it would be late 2018, then it's been delayed to 2019, and we're still waiting now. So I, I, would, <coughs> I think no. we're going to get, hopefully this year, the actual number of digital sales for games, and that could be... Uh, okay, so I, why, I, I why just is assumed that, this... Is that... I was going to say, I just thought this was platform holders just being like, nah, fuck you, we're not telling you. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. I thought they weren't... Because they're not like legally bound or anything, are they, to share any no. of these figures? No. And I remember Plus, even a few years ago when yeah. like NPD figures changed. At one point, like we got exactly the number of like units sold, and then then that mm. stuff all got ripped out of NPD reports. And now it's just mm. press releases saying we, you know, did a percentage better We've or whatever. Shipped so even, this many yeah. copies. As yeah, if NPD. That's well, it's still exciting. <laughs> it's still interesting, but it used to be like really exciting. We like knew exactly, you know how many things were sold but even that's changed but yeah, yeah hopefully we'll, we, we will we will get digital sales figures sometime this year to mm-hmm. support these sorts of uh headlines because these headlines are just like it's just sensationist stuff to like get people riled up isn't it like it's very easy to say almost every week like our oh, games are like 50 percent down on last iteration of last year it's all it's all sort of like shock value stuff but without the actual figures it's hard to actually ascertain where we are with things yeah, I mean, I, I completely speaking agree of, with you, Matt. <laughs> speaking of clickbaity headlines, did you guys see my tweet today? No. Which one? So whenever I open up Chrome uh, on my phone, it's always got, oh, here's some suggested news stories. And for whatever reason, the Daily Star seems to just SEO the fuck out of everything oh, okay. they do because it's always it's always like, hey, there's, a, there's a new WhatsApp update or there's, a, there's something like, like, it's always something techy. And um, today's was PlayStation Plus March 2019 free games reveal. It's good and bad news for PlayStation Plus in March. So obviously being an idiot, I'm like, oh, I wonder what the March uh, 2019 PlayStation Plus games are. So <laughs> clicked on it. The bad news um, is that there's not going to be any more PS3 or Vita games. The good news is they might announce what's in next month's PlayStation <laughs> Plus in a couple of days. Yeah, that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, that, they got that. me, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it did the job, Sean, it got you there. It did, it did, they got yeah. my click. There Bastards. was that, I mean, the other interesting news that came out from Anthem was there was that thing, wasn't there, from that from the guy from Microsoft's, like, saying about how reviewers were wrong 
And oh yeah, that was, that was that was pretty embarrassing. And he's like, you yeah. should watch YouTubers instead, like the ones we paid to yeah. talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because yeah. like they were showing like you know they haven't had a great track record with their like buying exclusives and stuff recently have they by mm-hmm. Microsoft because yeah yeah they so had like, yeah uh, so they've bought Microsoft have bought was it exclusive marketing rights to Anthem yeah is that right yeah um, which again maybe coloured uh, Mike Ibarra's uh, opinion somewhat who knows um, but yeah uh, Anthem yeah we'll talk about it in a bit yeah. I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> it, it got to, it got to number one in the charts so I, mean, I don't know what charts mean anymore but it got yeah. to number one. I've got okay. Before I move on to the next story, I've got some breaking news. Whoa! Here we go. This I love this shit. What's happened? You love this, Matt. Devotion has been removed from the Steam store. Oh, no so shit. there you go. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I was expecting something bigger. Seen that coming? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be harking back to the devotion story, but you really brought me <laughs> down. More detail, Matt. Matt like, like, this is the new Xbox. I know. Guys, I knew <laughs> There's a conversation okay. right now. Okay, fine. Well, well, That's we really got... brought me down, but let's hope <laughs> the next let's hope next story is really positive. Yeah, the next, next one's great. This is uh, Microsoft employees are not happy that Hololens technology is going to be used by the military. So <laughs> to, to quote increased lethality. Yeah, which is <laughs> nice. <laughs> so basically, this is Microsoft staff have demanded that the company like cancel. It's a four hundred seventy nine million dollar contract they've got with the U.S. military, and right. they banded together as this group called Microsoft Workers for Good. Um, mm-hmm. I wish they hadn't done the four. I wish it just looked really tacky. What, so the number, the number four. So yeah. you think they should be called Microsoft Workers Good? Is that no, what this is, this good, is the- <laughs> you know, just, just don't write four. Just with the letters. Yeah, this the- is when you were like when you were slagging off phones for you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I, I hate that. As well. that. I can't stand all that. It's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs> irritates me. You know, it's just just write things properly. You know. Anyway, so this is it. So they're calling this group. Um, yeah, phones for you. No, Microsoft workers for good. Uh, they're calling for stricter ethical guidelines and for Microsoft to sort of cease. This is interesting. It says to cease weapon tech development. I mean, right. that kind of indicates maybe they are also secretly I mean, like, developing me. weapons. If you're as well. in the army and you've got kit that you are going to rely on in life or death situations, the last thing you want is a fucking Microsoft logo coming up on the screen. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, hang on, there's an update. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> So but, also, yeah. they want a new ethics board as well to monitor Microsoft's activities. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that that will definitely be created. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll to go over and see the deals they've done with China. Uh, it says, according to documentation, uh, the partnership with Microsoft, um, with, with the uh, with the military, is to use this integrated visual augmentation system with uh, Hololens to increase. This is to, as you said, Sean. This is to increase lethality by enhancing the ability to detect, decide, and engage before the enemy, and. Microsoft President Brad Smith has sort of come come out on this and said, uh, he says, we believe in the strong defence of the United States and we want the people who defend it to have access to the nation's best technology, uh, including from Microsoft. And mm-hmm. then he continued by saying, yeah, we appreciate the important new ethical and policy issues that artificial intelligence is creating for weapons and warfare. Uh, we want to use our knowledge and voice as a corporate citizen to address uh, these in a responsible way through the country's civic and democratic processes. But Microsoft and make work- $479 million in the process. Yeah, yeah, and make, make quite a lot of money out of it. And so Microsoft Workers for Good uh, stated that uh, many of the engineers that contributed to HoloLens, like they did this before the contract existed and they don't feel happy about the way that it's being kind of like, you know, weaponized, as it were, you know, from that. Yeah. And uh, But a Microsoft spokesman who talked to The Guardian said that it, they always appreciate feedback from their employees. So that's uh, that's, that's nice to <laughs> always nice okay. to hear that. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they feel great. 
about this. Um, yeah, I mean, I I can't blame them for speaking out, and I think it's really good that they have. I am also mm-hmm. not even remotely surprised that this has happened yeah. um, and that Microsoft is taking defense contracts. Um, I mean, obviously, it's the US military, so I use the word defense very loosely. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to stuff like this, I'm maybe a bit too, like shrugging my shoulders and it's like well this is what big companies do they shouldn't um but i remember like i remember years and years and years ago uh forum used to go and there was a guy who was like i am a laser scientist and i can choose to do stuff purely for medical like purposes or i can go into military stuff and earn 10 times as much (laughs) like it's just shocking how much money gets thrown around thrown around for military stuff Mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's weird I wonder if he went to military. What? I wonder if I go went to the military or not. Uh, I I can't remember at the time. I think he was medical, but he was always like, "Could just be really bullshitting because it's online." Could yeah, because maybe wasn't even a laser scientist. A man no. on a forum once told me this it wasn't even a scientist. <laughs> was he? <it? laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah. again, uh, the, uh, Microsoft yesterday announced a new Hololens and a new Kinect. I can't yeah. believe it's not in the news. It's a camera, admittedly. But can't believe it's, the it's army a camera. It's not connect. for games, is it? It's no, just that it's being used for this and for other things. things. Yeah. But yeah, New Holland's have got double the, the field of view. Uh, they've only had like a postage stamp, apparently. So I'm excited to see what that's about. But we're still, yeah. but that is not that is Holland now. Isn't I can't see it being like a gaming thing, maybe mm. ever, but certainly not for many many years. Yeah, I think it's yeah. definitely more enterprise level stuff. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've got one. Oh, there's a couple more things actually. I mean, there's there's a, a quick one which was that Vita is now winding down production. So oh, no. Sony, are, yeah, yeah. Sony <laughs> finishing no, that. That's not fair. The Vita is pretty good, man. I've, the Vita I've, was a Vita very good machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a shame that well, that Sony didn't think so, and yeah. it got like no support at all, which is yeah. kind of a shame. Mm. But the last two models, it's like a black and aqua blue one, have been labelled as ending soon. And okay. I mean, it was it was around for quite a long time. It was December 2011. It came out in Japan, so it's had yeah. like eight years. I mean, about That's two years of like support, and then about <laughs> six years of just like hanging on. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, basically but... like it, I mean, like the switch is basically carried 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 the, the mantle. Is that the, is that the saying? I don't know. The, the, I mean, yeah. the, 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 the switch has <laughs> carried on doing what the Vita did so well with all of the indie releases and stuff. Like the Vita was fantastic for uh, yeah for the indie stuff for a period of like two or so years. I loved having mine, but uh, and now the switch does that. So and yeah, like I said, Sony's gave up on that that thing a long time ago it's a shame because the, the vita i still feel the vita is like more of a portable system if you sort of mean than the switch like size wise mm. and all that kind of thing and it's yeah. i mean it's just a shame that with the triggers and everything and the stupid back touch yeah the fact it didn't have like the same controls a controller controller input parity as the ps4 sort of yeah didn't help as yeah. well because they could even like, the ps3 port, like, stuff you know mm. it could have been the same the PS3, but, yeah, so, yeah. yeah 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 do you <clears> think Sony will ever make another handheld I hope so. I, I really hope so. I mean, I'm I'm still sort of living in hope that that might happen, but probably not. The thing is, though, no no, I, I like the Switch so much. I don't know if I can be asked owning another, another handheld. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't some think so. Would be second, but you know, but who knows? Mm. I mean, like, obviously, what makes Switch so good is is being able to play handheld or dock in it. And uh, if yeah. the Vita worked the same way or worked as like a portable PS4 with streaming with other stuff maybe I don't know I yeah. think there is a possibility of that working really well that could be like their their version mm-hmm. of the Switch but God knows mm-hmm. yeah okay and then finally I've got some next gen rumours 
Yes. Uh, this here. is the good stuff. This is what I True live for. stories. Okay, Matt, do you want to go for Sony or Microsoft? <laughs> well, first. Yeah. Let's go, let's go Xbox. Yeah, let's go Microsoft. I thought you might. Okay, so apparently the next generation is going to be announced at E3, and they've got two machines that are codenamed Lockhart and Anaconda. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I'm excited. Lockhart is apparently the entry level device, and it won't have a disk drive, and it's going to be focused purely on like digital downloads. Whereas mm-hmm. Anaconda is like the high end one, price that apparently will be priced similarly to the Xbox One X. Okay. Both are supposed to have one terabyte SSD drives. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, which I don't. I, I will come to this in a second. Uh, <laughs> but the Lockhart one's only got like 12 gigabyte of memory, and but the Anaconda has got 16 gigabyte instead. But mm-hmm. they both got the same CPU, like an eight core, like 16 threads, you know that kind of thing. And but the uh, called the Anaconda's got like a more powerful uh, GPU. Right. Although Tom Warren from the Verge has already said that the, the specs aren't entirely accurate. I mean, I'd have thought those SSD drives sound like prohibitively expensive to me, like a terabyte. Of that, surely that would be very yeah. A terabyte SSD is not cheap. Um, I mean, even like just buying like a you know 512 gig one or whatever, it's it's not that cheap yeah. at the moment still. So I know mm-hmm. a terabyte seems to be a lot, but apparently it's scheduled to release for the end of, t- of 2020, and Halo Infinite is going to be a, a launch title uh, with it. Uh-huh. Although apparently Halo Infinite will also appear on the Xbox One uh, because Microsoft are still committed to that idea of ending generations. Whereby there still will be, you know, they'll release them across like across the generations. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I'm a one terabyte SSD currently is sixty five quid on eBay, so not really? that much at all, really. I thought oh, I thought they were a lot more than that. Hang on, okay. eBay second hand. Well, okay. Well, some of us on that scam for one hundred fifty quid, but anyway, whatever. I'm sure they're buying bulk. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not paying uh, full retail. No, well. um, <laughs> they're not going to get them from scam. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Hello Infinite as a launch title makes total sense. Um, mm-hmm. and it will be quite exciting for that and I guess you know we haven't seen that game for a long time that makes sense to be pushed back or be optimised for whatever they're, whatever they're bringing up next it, that, does, that does not make sense to bring that out on Xbox One as I mean I'm sure it be I'm sure it work on all platforms but mm-hmm. to really optimise it for the new one would be would be brilliant yeah. I'll still be playing it on my original Xbox One you know, which is already like creaking all the time it's terrible <laughs> Yeah, but apparently it's going to have RPG. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's the time. You know, oh, the good. whole like the whole two versions of you know two different consoles, like the the discless one that's more optimized for digital. The other one's like a big, beefy powerhouse machine. I mean, the annoying thing is that make me want to buy both. Um, I was going to say I, I could happily mix and match there. I, I could happily get the more powerful one without a disc drive, but uh, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it does make me want to buy both, but then obviously the other one. Yeah, I, who knows? I mean, it's it's exciting. I, I can't wait to see what, what they come up. One thing I when I read this and read other reports about it, I wasn't too jazzed about is that I said yeah, it'll be announced at E3 this year. That's like June mm. 2019, but it won't be available until it says early 2020. I mean, oh, it said late 2020. Well, yeah, it says early in this one. I heard I read late as well, but anyway, it, let's say 2020. I mean, if it, I mean, so, the, so it says the consoles at the end of 2020, but then it says. As for other titles, the website reports that the next game by Ninja Theory, a newly acquired Microsoft Studio, oh, okay, will, cool, yeah. will be available by okay, early yeah, 2020. Okay, yeah, so console is end of, end of yeah. 2020. Like that, mm-hmm. That's like a year, you know, a year and a half or so between them. I don't think that that doesn't really work for me. Like That's that's a massive lead time. Well, what do you guys think about them announcing potentially in June and not releasing, say, that until November the following depends year? What, depends what they announce, isn't it? If yeah. it's just like, here's like a tiny concept video, see you next year, then... Yeah, I mean Fine. that's what it did for the X, didn't they? That's that's what yeah. it did for the and you know it was like that was still 
exciting, but mm. I don't know. It also <laughs> feels a bit a bit weird to like do that in June, knowing full well that Sony are probably going to do the same sort of thing in November, which then then gives them the opportunity to come out with something like more impressive or whatever. It seems yeah. a bit weird to try and get out ahead of it, especially seeing as the Xbox One X is like. I know, but especially seeing as like the Xbox One X is not that old either. Like it's not been out that long, and uh, then they're already pushing like another one. <clears throat> Like at this stage, it's, yeah. So the, oh, the one has come out, come out in November 2017. So it's had a good mm-hmm. like, well, it's like, two years. It's not even two years. It's it's not that mm. long. Yeah, but 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 Microsoft. Uh, that's what they did with. The, that's why they killed off the Xbox to get the 360 out before PS3. Um, you know, did they announce the one before the PS4? I, can't, I think they probably did that as well. And they're going to want to do the same this time for sure. I guess they can say, "Hey, here's a console. Here's what we want to do with it," and then they've got 80 months really. And, and particularly after Sony announced PS5 or Showcase, whatever they're going to do this year, they can they can mess around with the specs to make it more powerful, whatever they need to do. But mm-hmm. and it, it, I mean, it's not like it's not it's hardly like showing their cards. Like we know consoles are coming. Yeah, it's not like wow, what they're going to release a console? What it's not going to keep? <laughs> it's not going to take anyone you know off guard or unawares. But um, yeah, I just I I, just, I mean, I, you guys know, and people listening now, I'm excited for the next gen and just to see what the <laughs> hell Microsoft are going to do because they need to turn it around. And uh, yeah, um, it'd be amazing if we see stuff at E3. Obviously, as you said, Sony aren't going to be there. Maybe that's a great opportunity for Microsoft just to own E3 and say, here's uh, here's the games that are coming. Here's all the studios we've got that are bringing games out for current Xboxes, and here's what we've got coming next year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting. Are you excited yeah, okay. at all, James? Given that you aren't a fan of your Xbox, uh, I guess so. I mean, I'm looking. I mean, I, I'm more interested in this, um, like whatever's cheapest, basically. Because... <laughs> really, so, so, so out of the two, you're potentially more interested in the one that's digital only. In yeah, okay, almost certainly because it's it's unlikely that it would be like my main machine at this stage now. Like, given the kind of games that I want to play, unless Microsoft suddenly released like a massive slate of incredible games. It's unlikely that I'd want to like go back to that being like my main platform. If you sort of mean, well, that's, in- that's interesting, yeah. Because since I got my you- X, I, I mean, I hate. I've been nervous, of course, but I, ha- I, I had my one, and I basically hated it. I barely played it over like the year and a half or however long I had it. I didn't get it launched, but um, I had it for a long time. I, I barely, barely played it. I just had it just for the exclusives of watched it, of which there weren't many that I was too fond of. But when I got my X, it totally changed. I mean, I, I, the console is fast now. Obviously, it's not perfect. The UI isn't great, and it doesn't really have the the games. But uh, that the X now is my main console. So anything yeah, I can get, that's only because it's the newest one and because it's like obviously you know, know like yeah, visually it, it's everything's and, the best and the games are often look better on it so you know yeah I know but then also there's not that there's not it still doesn't have like the like the games library at all like no, there's no, no, no way no, you no, could argue I mean, it for, does for, you know, like obviously there are fantastic PS4 exclusives and I get them on the PS4 obviously because that's the only place I can get them but anything else that's not not a Sony exclusive I get on the Xbox uh, because I know it generally is going to look a lot better on the X than it would do on a PS4 Pro Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and I, I really love my X now. Whereas I hated the one. I love the X. You see that that doesn't make me excited for the next Xbox. What would make me more excited is whatever games the lineup's going to be. Oh, of course, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's because that's the yeah, that's the issue. This yeah. anyway, um, the digital only one. I've been saying this for years, but like a stopped clock, I will eventually be right. Um, I still wonder if they're going to offer one which is just on a subscription. So yeah. you pay like your Game Pass. Obviously, it'd be more expensive, but like you pay your Game Pass. Or whatever. It's basically like a mobile phone contract. So you're in a tariff for two years, but you get a console and your Game Pass sub with it. Yeah, but, like Game Pass, Xbox Live, and a console. Yeah, 
Well, and how then, much then, would you, know, you be willing to pay per month for that? Ugh, if it's the console as well. So if it was if it was console and Xbox Live and Game Pass. I mean, the cost of Game Pass and Xbox Live. That's the thing. Is... Like Xbox Live, there are always deals. Game, Game Pass, obviously, it's it's yeah. You, you can you don't have to look hard to find get find deals for that that aren't the full eight quid a month. Sean, you should be yeah. looking for them. I know. Um, <laughs> so those you can get like pretty cheap, you know, or deals, all sorts. And then I mean, mm. but what would you pay like twenty quid a month for that? I mean, I, would I mean, not. would you not? Okay, no. Well, twenty quid it's... a month over two years is like four hundred eighty quid. Well, I mean, God, yeah, which, which, I mean, and that was basically the cost of like. A, but then a, that might have cost everything, but, actually. I guess. But then your subs for two years would would be a fair bit anyway, right? It'd be like half that. At yeah, least. I guess two years of Xbox so, Live is say like eighty quidish, and um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, it does make sense then to have a subscription model for sure, and um, they yeah. tried and if, it with especially the if yeah, like if we're leaving generations behind and these are going to get more frequent. Then yeah, as I say, it'd be like with phones. You'd be like, "Well, my contract's up. It's been two years, and there's a new one, so I'll renew my contract, get a new Xbox." Yeah, um, yeah. Don't know. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Right. What's uh, the other the, one? The, well, the only other one is is very quick. I mean, it's just basically they Sony have filed another backwards compatibility patent um, under okay. Mark Cerny's name, and uh, okay. it's exactly the same as well. It's not. It's obviously not exactly the same, but it's it's sort of modified one of the one before, where you know, talking about the PS5 being able to run like the entire you know, library of uh, PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. It's just building, the rumours are just building on what's already there, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. and is coming, and that's often where we're going to hear lots of um, thoughts and rumours and, and leaks and mm. stuff from people who have already got dev kits. So, mm-hmm. yeah, March should be quite exciting for this sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And that's it. That's all the news. Blimey. Um, Big news right. week. What have we been playing? Now, I don't think many of us have got a lot to say, which is probably just as well, because... It's yeah. taken us about two hours to do the news. <laughs> uh, anyone particularly you want to go first, or I can go if you want. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind going first. Go for it. I mean, I've got I've got very little because okay. I've not played a lot this week. Right. Um, I, I, I see one of the things on my list I didn't put on the list here that I did play this week briefly was Creed. Do you know you know this? Yeah, Creed is that the VR boxing the, game? This is oh. the VR boxing game. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> I, I started yeah. playing. I started playing that and it is excellent. It's yeah. actually it's incredibly fun and yeah, I was sweating a lot by the time I came out of it and it's um it does the same thing as as like um what's it called Beat Saber is with like you know like the, the controllers like sort of give you sort of some sort of feedback when you hit people mm-hmm. and it's uh, yeah, it does feel very satisfying to like knock someone down. It's uh, <laughs> in the game. It's uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's but, got, yeah, like, but you must sessions. be absolutely shattered after. I mean, even like Wii Boxing used to kill me and like I'm sure there's another one on Connect maybe and yeah. Yeah, that stuff's just way, way too knackering for me. But um mm. but but it feels good does it? So you hold the moves in each hand do you? Yeah, you've got a move in each hand. You you know you sort of stand there and you can like dodge and like you know you put the moves up to like you know guard and everything. And but it's also got like all the training sessions, like playing like Rocky music and all that kind of stuff. It's it's pretty yeah, it's it's good. It's um, I'm gonna play some more this week I think because it is it was pretty fun. Do we have a video but, of um, you doing that? Can your wife get us a video? Not. Okay. No, I mean every time I use it, like my wife's sitting there like laughing. I can hear her laughing in the background. <laughs> you know, even even though I've got my my headphones in, so I can yeah. like you know pump up the volume as loud. You can still hear her laughing and like getting the children to watch and stuff like that and it's it's kind <laughs> of annoying. Daddy's but they have to be everyone. careful. Well they have, they have to be careful because you know I don't want to sort of like lash out you exactly. know while I'm playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you haven't played Beat Saber yet, have you Sean? No, not yet. You I need to sort that out. That. I do, I do. I so will. Good. Promise so good. the next week. 
So um, the other thing I played is I've, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which mm-hmm. I told you about before, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure where I'm at with this now because I've put... I've had another change of opinion because oh, I no. put about 15 hours into the game and I'm on chapter four. But the other day I just felt like I didn't want to go on because the story just isn't particularly grabbing me and I'm going from place to place and the fetch quest side missions don't engage me either. And really what I want to know, and maybe somebody who's played this who you know isn't me can tell me, is it worth continuing? Because like, does the story pick up? Does it like develop any more kind of depth than there already is. Mm. I I'm not sure because I, I just so, you know you get that sort of feeling of like I could be playing something else mm. like at this moment and this is not I'm just not enjoying this like very much at the moment. It, I mean, exactly it looks exactly where last time. I swear you've said no no no. <laughs> I was I was I was I only got as far as uh, chapter three last time. So I've I've done better this time. I've got to like chapter four. Okay. I mean I even like deleted it and was like okay I'm I'm done with this. But then today I like put it back in again. I was like oh maybe I should give it another go. But it's just I mean the thing is is it's like I mean the JRPGs that I played that I've really enjoyed is like, I mean obviously Persona I really really enjoyed and. It's not that Persona's story is any more deep than this necessarily. Mm. It's just that I prefer the aesthetic of those games and yeah. like you know sort of the environment and everything. And I don't know. I I just I'm not really getting on with it at the moment. But maybe I just need to give it keep giving it a try. I'm not sure. Or maybe maybe you just need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just I come to that conclusion. It's like I just don't like JRPGs that much <laughs> apart from Persona. You know, is is the yeah. problem? It's that's yeah, the it's a shame, story. isn't it? When you you can play a game that's like yeah, like a genre that you don't normally mess with. And you're like, oh fuck, maybe I actually like these games again. And then it just turns out that one you played was just like totally exceptional. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. And because the thing is, is for me, it's it's always about the story and like whether the. I mean, that's why I ended up like preferring stuff like visual novels and stuff because that mm-hmm. is just story, you know. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's like. The combat is, it's fine. I mean, it's obviously incredibly complex, like to the point where it's like, even like 15 hours in, it keeps still popping up with new tutorials on new aspects of the battle system. Right. And it's like, you're 15 hours in, like that's, (laughs) I'm not sure it should be doing that still at this stage. And I know, and I understand that obviously it's very rewarding for people that, you know, like have learned how the system works, you know, like perfectly and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, I'm just, uh, the combat is not something I particularly enjoyed like that much with it. So I'm not so sure. It's, uh, I know, I guess we'll see. But the other thing I played, I mean, I played New Super Mario Bros. U, which I've I've spoken about already. I mean, I've I've finished that this week, but now I'm onto the coin collecting and Mm. New Super Mario Luigi Brothers and all that. It's still still a fantastic game. Still, I mean, I still think it's one of the best 2D Mario games that you can get. Mm -hmm. um, As we've heard, they're all shit. Yeah, they're all Yeah, they're they're all terrible. They're all terrible, rubbish, boring games. Yeah, yeah it's it's not good. But anyway, uh, the uh, the main thing though that I played over the weekends was uh, was Destiny Two. Yes, and it was you see it was Anthem that got me to play this again because <laughs> I I played That's a bit definitely of Anthem. what they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I played a bit of Anthem, and then I was like, I'd like to be playing something like this, but really good. <laughs> and so then, so then I thought, okay, I'm going to go back to this. So I bought the um the the expansion, the Forsaken. You know, expansion because it also comes with all the stuff before it, yeah. and it was on sale on uh, on PSN, which was good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't use the level up chip either that they give you because you know they give you that, that upgrade chip. So yeah. over the weekend, I went from about level twenty five, I think, to thirty two. Uh-huh. Um, 
so I played it a fair bit, like because yeah. the the family were out, like over on, like, especially on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I went straight into Curse of Osiris, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed that, even though I've been told that it's not very good. Yeah. I still enjoyed it and thought it was pretty good, and then I just spent the rest of the time just doing random quests and just like getting my power level up, which is, I mean, it's still, I'm still a frankly, I mean, it's pathetic, three hundred twenty seven, which isn't very good, but That's all right. it. But I still was really enjoying my time with it, and I was—I mean, I was saying to Sean earlier, Matt, about this. It's like I've—I haven't played. I played a lot of like uh, shooters, like over the, like the last year or so, but most of them haven't been very good, like in terms of the shooting mechanics, like yeah. PUBG and stuff like that. Whereas this, you come back to it, and it's like this is so good. Yeah, like, it feels so good. It just it's feels just amazing like, to shoot. It yeah, just does. <laughs> to just do that, and I just got totally sucked back into that. And the whole game now, at this I mean, the last time I played this was after was when it came out, and I finished the campaign, and then was kind of felt like done with it. Mm-hmm. But now, in the intervening time, it feels so much more polished polished now than it did before. Yeah. And I mean, I even did like the weekly challenges and had a go on the Crucible, which I've never done before. <laughs> and it was just that kind of constantly feeding me new stuff as well, like like new equipment and all that kind of thing. I mean, as I said before, I don't really care about loot, but for some reason in this game, there is a really nice sort of feedback you get from that, mm-hmm. of like, you know, like upgrading your stuff, constantly getting new good stuff, and then like, you know, you get to a higher level, and it's like, oh, okay, some new stuff I can get now, and it's just, it seems endless, like the rewards that you get from it as well. Yeah, which the Crucible stuff really is excellent yeah. too, like when they have like the limited events at Iron Banner, that was just, mm-hmm. so, that was so good. I used to like plan my weeks out saying, because, I'm not sure how much this changed in Destiny 2. I know when I played the first Destiny 2 Iron Banner, it was totally different. Have they like reverted it back to how it was in Destiny 1, Sean? I don't think they have, no, because Destiny 1, it had the whole thing where like you got more rewards further into the week. Yeah, right? so you, like basically, you basically bought this coin from, was it Lord Sachs? Saladin, like, yeah. Yeah, but you bought, you bought this coin and basically like on the first day of Iron Banner, and I think the last like, four or five days, that coin gave it like, an extra like, 10% bonus on like things you're earning. But then on day two, yeah. it's like... 20%, 30%, and then on the like mm-hmm. the last two days, it was like 100% or 110%. So you could really just, mm-hmm. you could have a hammer all week, and it will take you longer to get to basically because you can also rank up the like, five ranks to be able to buy cool stuff at the end of it. But yeah. we can just wait till Saturday and Sunday and really hammer it. And because you've got like the 100% bonus, anyway, even mm-hmm. that stuff is just really fun. So when there's a bit of like Iron Banner event, like, oh, brilliant, I'll play a bit tonight and then play it more towards the end of the weekend. It was brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, I've played the whole thing. I've been just playing on my own. Like, I've not really... I haven't played yeah. with other people apart from, like, from some public events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I've just been enjoying myself, you know, just, like, doing that. It's been great. I mean, I need to, you know, do a strike or something like that because I've, I've never done a raid either, like, in my life. So, I mean, at the moment, there's no way I can because, obviously, my level's not anywhere near <laughs> high enough. But yeah. it's uh, just fun. Have you not even done a strike Destiny 2? I've done one strike, I think, which I did with you and David, I think, yeah. like along like when it first came out. But um, well, yeah, I've I mean, not done it, it, I've done tons even with randoms, and even, that, even that's been fine. I mean, you can the, the strikes yeah. aren't you know, you know a lot of communication. The strikes are mostly just like shoot, and that's it. Yeah. But it's not like raids where you need to be on comms to talk about what happens next and how you do it together. But uh, yeah, 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 totally. But it's like I mean, I'm onto like Warmind next. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through that, and then I'll do like cool. the proper forsaken stuff but it mm. i mean i played it so much on sunday that i mean my eyes were hurting like by the end of the day <laughs> you know i just just i just kept on going back to it all the time because mm-hmm. i just thought you know I, I just fancy playing you know to see what happens next you know what's mm-hmm. the what's the next like good stuff i'm gonna get yeah. and i mean like this evening i was just thinking i'd like to be playing this again now like can i just <laughs> i mean i was i was at work thinking about it today and i just like downloaded the destiny 2 app and was just like oh I'll just have a look at my character oh yeah, forget, <laughs> yeah look at the stats and stuff <laughs> What have I got to do next? You know, what milestones can I reach and everything? And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's it's just really good. And it's, uh, it's interesting because 
Like, obviously, the bit you're now doing has been redesigned since I did it when it came out. Um, uh-huh. So maybe it is better. Like, the the Curse of Osiris DLC was disappointing because um, when they did the little videos about it, they were like, oh, the Infinite Forest is this area. It's this thing that the Vex have where it's like a virtual construct and it's, like, different every time you go. And I was like, holy shit. So it's going to be, like, a sort of, like a you know like a kind of like roguelike sort of dungeon rush mode where it's just randomly generated and it's not that at all it's just like here are some story missions where you go through this area and it's just yeah it's just like randomly sort of built together except yeah mm-hmm. it's just not that interesting unfortunately but going into it with like zero expectations it's probably fine yeah and that's so. the thing i mean i i had no expectations with this because mm-hmm. I, I mean i'd heard it wasn't great and it's just mm-hmm. i didn't really care that much because it was still really fun to shoot stuff <laughs> and so yeah. you know that was it was absolutely fine yeah, it's, yeah. it's good i mean i'm really excited PS4, for you to... right james yeah yeah ps4 yeah. i'm excited about you getting onto the forsaken stuff because mm-hmm. that is cool as hell yeah because um, people are saying that's ba- that was basically even better than taking king uh and yeah ever said taking king was an amazing uh expansion yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. which it was um I'll have to find out yeah, what the no, power requirement is for the first raid, and then we'll see. Just to get a feel for how far off you are, and then we'll <laughs> see if we can plan something because that would be cool if we could manage to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could like stream or something. That would be yeah, would yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. We could do something like that. It'd be, it'd be yeah. fun. Might be really yeah, stressful, but, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but it is it is excellent, and I'm, yeah. I'm very much enjoying it. Which is uh, yeah, it's becoming something. Yeah, as I said, I just keep thinking about playing it. Which mm-hmm. is a good sign. Should find some cool. Destiny Two podcasts to download and listen to. Yeah, or start a spreadsheet. I don't know. Whatever takes your fancy. <laughs> so the only other thing I played, obviously, was Deadly Premonition, and I've only got one thing to say about this, which is that my car ran out of petrol. <laughs> it did actually happen. Yes, Amazing. it did actually happen, and I, I I was not expecting it to happen, and it did, and uh, <laughs> it was very annoying because it ran out on one side of the town and I had to get to the other so I had to run like across the map <laughs> because it seems you can't like Grand Theft Auto any cars or anything like that so no. you just you just stuck and I don't know now if that car's just stuck there without any petrol <laughs> I even walked to a petrol station but you can't buy any obviously you have to drive the car there and it How seems does that work that- then I don't know. We see the thing is, I couldn't see any petrol gauge either, and I think it's because the petrol gauge is on the bottom right, which is also where the Twitch banner happens to be. <laughs> so you can't see like if I'm running out of petrol, which is amazing. Another another brilliant Xbox you know design UI choice. Yeah, it's um yeah really really irritating. So brilliant. I don't know, but I, I had a good time with it. It was it was still fine. It's just uh, it was just irritating having to walk across the town. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but there you go. But that's that's it. That's it was amazing when that happened because I think even in that stream you were saying this petrol thing still doesn't happen, Sean. I can't believe it. And like, <laughs> but it did happen. And then Sean was in the chat like, "This is the best thing ever." Yeah. It, it was and so then also, funny. I mean, because I was I was in the car with the like the policewoman as well, and she was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna." She said, "I'll go on ahead." And I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, where are you going?" And then so I like ran across the map, and then she was like waiting there with a the car, and I'm like, "Why couldn't you give me a lift?" You know, just like it's just ridiculous, but you know, <laughs> never mind. Brilliant. That that's that everything, yeah. That's everything, yeah. Uh, oh, I'll do mine. I'll try and be quick. Um, no, you don't have to. I've played literally. I mean, I should go through mine. It's just one game. Yeah, all right, go I for it. I played a tiny, tiny bit of Metro Exodus. I was only, I only okay. got I got it late in the week. Uh, I've only played like ninety minutes of it. Have you two played the previous two games for this? No, I haven't. I've no. got them on Xbox because they were free with things. I think at some point, but I've never touched them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been interested in them, and I played a tiny bit of the one before this one. I think on like on Game Pass for like five, you know an hour or so, but I stopped. But um, I got this, and I've been really interested in this because when it first got announced, I was it, it looked fantastic. I was really hyped, and I was like, "Okay, this looks fantastic." I'm quite into playing this game when it comes out. Then I played that that demo at EGX, and it's basically like a little tiny. Uh, you know, like area where you're just killing dudes, and it's like, well, this isn't anything what I thought the game would be like. Then there's that trailer that came out pre-launch, and it seemed really exciting again. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm only like 90 minutes in, and like the first 90 minutes are really slow. You're basically, mm. it, 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 it's not open world. It's basically like a linear story sort of thing. At that point where you start off, and you're Ar- Artyom, I think is the guy's name. He's mm. the main character, I think, from the previous two games actually. Okay, and you start off, and you're basically. Uh, in this land, in this like you know, this this destroyed landscape, and you're and you're above ground, and eventually in this opening scene, you get chased by these wolves, um, and I, I guess like attacked, but it's yeah, you basically attacked by those wolves, and then you're picked up and saved by the rest of yours or comrades, and they're like, well, you know, you should be going out or, 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 in the open, in, you know, out on the on the surface again, and like what you're doing is just reckless and it's ridiculous. <laughs> Your wife comes in and she's pissed off because you've done that thing again. Your father-in-law. Uh, is also pissed off and basically saying like you shouldn't do this again you keep doing this it's ridiculous I think Artyom is obsessed with the fact that he heard a signal or he thinks there's other people out in the world and mm-hmm. so he keeps going out on his like, adventures out on, on the surface and I was like you're an idiot what you gonna get yourself killed um, anyway th- th- then uh, after that you, uh, after that initial sort of scene you and your wife are out on this other expedition out on the surface and then you see a train go by and then some other stuff happens that's, that's, that's really interesting. And then you're basically on this train uh, going from location to location. And I've just got into the bit where I think it's getting into the open world area now. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm actually already quite enjoying like Because even on this train, there's, there's tons of different like characters. And uh, I, I, I've, uh, I've seen a couple of reviews. Like, some have been positive. Largely, they've been okay. But I'm already getting a bit of like a Wolfenstein vibe from this. I, I, only the fact yeah. like tons of interesting characters. Tons of interesting characters in this small enclosed location. Uh, mm. A bit like Wolfenstein. And uh, I'm, I'm quite interested to see how those characters develop and if they're as well written as the ones in Wolfenstein uh, because mm. I get the impression you basically stay on this train this train goes around this round round Russia around the map or whatever uh, through different seasons and it keeps stopping off at various various locations for you to do tasks and, and missions but um, so I get the impression you really get to know the characters on board so mm-hmm. I'm really interested to know if that progresses well and if, if the characters are well developed and how the story you know uh progresses as well so yeah i mean 90 minutes in unfortunately i got to play barely anything this week other than resi 2 um and and bloodborne uh still resi i died for the first time in resi 2 which is annoying admittedly it Wait, wasn't really, with... this is the first time you've died yeah after um, all the... it, I so basically leon uh, there's, there's a bit where you go and you play as ada and i got i got smashed oh, yeah. up by mr x uh twice actually <laughs> or no once by mr x another time in a furnace um Blame. so yeah I, i've died which is annoying uh but i'm still in like the sewer area and i'm trying to collect these like pieces of like these chest pieces which act as keys so i'm doing that i mean apparently i might only be like as little as like two to four hours away from finishing it uh, who knows okay um and i but right now i'm not sure i can be bothered to play through claire's playthrough yeah you know this has taken me like seven or eight hours so far it's been pretty stressful i would like to maybe play something else or you know have another reading to myself or whatever but people are yeah. people say you should definitely get through claire's playthrough as well and it won't take as long because it's 
You should, but I don't think you need to do it immediately. I think you could come back to it yeah. maybe a bit later and, and sort of re-experience it again. I guess I'm worried uh, that if I don't do it now, I may not get back, but who knows? I mean, I guess my worry is like, well, hang on, I've played seven or so hours in this so far, or maybe close to eight. You know, maybe it could be as much as 10 to 12 by the time I finish it. Do I really want to do another 12 hours? But apparently the second playthrough as, well, Claire's, the, the first playthrough you do as the other character is much shorter. Because um, right. I, I think you know like what unlocks yeah. what, and some areas already sorted, <laughs> and Claire's I think starts a bit later on as well. So maybe, but I, I don't know. But I, let me get Leon's A story finished first. Um, I am definitely enjoying it way more than I was two or three streams ago. Um, yeah, I'm I, mean, I, yeah, that's it, I yeah. think finishing it. I think finishing Resi Two with one character, I would call that off your plate personally. Oh, de- yeah, um, I mean, given how it was two or three streams ago. It, yeah. I, I'm amazed I'm still this far, and I'm I'm exactly. enjoying it again, which is the main thing. That that one that mm-hmm. when Mr. X was chasing me in in the PlayStation originally, it's just way too stressful. I yeah. felt like I was about to die. But I mean, yeah. now when he chases me, I'm not a fan of it, of course, but I can deal with it a yeah. lot more. And mm-hmm. I and just to keep playing as a different character and see more of the story has got me excited. And new locations, it's getting me way more. And also like new new weapons, new enemy types. It's all. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really excited to get back to it. And I really wanted another one actually last week, but ran out of time and and stuff. But because mm-hmm. one a week isn't enough, I want to want to play it more really. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. I'm still playing that. Still playing Bloodborne. Still loving it. Uh, but that's all I've been playing this week. Cool. Um. Thanks to James, I played a load of Destiny 2 last night because he mentioned he was playing it and I thought, actually, yeah, <laughs> Destiny 2 is very good. Actually, it is um, a great game. <laughs> nothing really to say about it other than I'm excited because in a couple of weeks it's going to be the season of The Drifter, which is the guy who runs Gambit, which is my favourite game mode. Um, and apparently the, the new content that's coming is all, like, like all focused around that. So I'm excited. A um, bit more of Tetris 99. Um I managed to get into the top 10, which was nice. Oh, yeah. Um, which I've, I'm just glad I'm making some progress because it just feels like everyone else is getting so much better all the time. Um, so, yeah, I'm still dipping into that. It's, it's really nice. Um, played a bit of Crackdown 3. Um, did a couple of hours more and was just like, oh, this is fine. This is great. It's just, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's not the best game in the world, but it's just quite weirdly relaxing quite sort of <laughs> meditative because you know it's like yeah it's a you know it's a third person shooter but it's barely a shooter because you just lock on to people and yeah. shoot and then lock on. but with the amount of enemies and stuff and the amount you sort of jump around it you know it makes sense like um and it, it like as a sort of laid back action game like it's perfectly fine but then i just like I don't know. And then I stopped playing it and I was like, ah, three hours have passed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it does that to you, though. It's very easy yeah. to, to spend time because there's always, well, I mean, it always feels like there's an orb just out of reach. I mean, even when I was playing with yeah. James, I was like, okay, I'll get one orb. Oh, there's one there. Oh, there's one there as well. And yep. yeah, it's very much like yeah, a yeah. one more, just one more orb sort of gameplay. Yeah. Um, and I sort of came, yeah, sort of came away like I've spent that much time on it, but what can I say about what I've done in the last three hours? Not a lot jumped around shot some guys got some orbs um yeah I can, I can totally see why like some people are like well into it um i think if i had nothing else on at the moment um like it, yeah it's like it is just like a nice game to play and not really think a, a huge amount um mm-hmm. but yeah i think i'm i'm all right i think i'm done um, the, thing, the thing that's good about it is like i think we've had the question a few times on the show but it's like mm-hmm. what games do you play 
you know, before you go to bed or as a palate cleanser. This is a perfect yeah. sort of like chill out. Oh, yeah, okay. totally, I may yeah. have had a stressful time playing Resi 2 or some other games or and yep. I just want to like play something to calm myself down before bed. Like Crackdown 3, I guess the only trouble does is that it's like 15 minutes of calming down would turn into like half an hour, an hour because you want to yeah. get all the orbs and... Yeah, it's definitely yeah, a chill-out totally. game. I love it for that. Matt, yeah. have you gone back to it this week? I haven't. I've barely played anything this week, unfortunately. Mm. I haven't even played Tetris 99. I was loving that. Um, <laughs> no, it's nothing. It's been, I mean, it's been a half term. I've been absolutely fucked in the evenings. Of course. It's just been a tough old week. I've been under the weather and all sorts. But yeah, the evenings, mm-hmm. I didn't have, did not have time for games. I was too busy trying to deal with the what's happening in the daytime, frankly. Fair news. Um, have you gone back, um, James? Uh, no. Do you <laughs> ever enjoy I, I, th- I thought I played Destiny 2 instead. <laughs> which, um, which I enjoyed more. But yeah. Do you ever intend yeah. on going back or not, James? I might do. I mean, I, sometimes I feel like it because I just think, if, especially if it's like a short campaign, you know, knock that one out, it'd be fine. But uh, I don't know, maybe. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, I promised I would play. Yes. So this. you finished You finished that. it, Sean. Yes, mm-hmm. I finished it um, in an hour. And. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I think I spent about 90 minutes on it, um, like today. Was, that, was today. that just watching videos on YouTube about the lore? Well, see, this is the thing. Of that 90 minutes, I think I played for maybe 10 of those. The rest <laughs> was just watching stuff. Um, it, <laughs> uh, so the, th- the thing with Kingdom Hearts 3, right, is that by now, the series is like so sure of what it is that like it doesn't... It's almost above criticism because it doesn't give a fuck. But like, if you don't like Kingdom Hearts by now, it's not. It's making no attempt to get you into it. There is like a, a story recap thing, um, but I mean, God knows how long that goes on for. Um, it's like it's like a totally sort of separate, like optional bit um, in like the main menu. Um, but it like because it's just such a weird thing. Like obviously, you know, dis- uh, dis- Disney, Disney. Um, crossed with like Final Fantasy and other sort of Square Enix stuff, um, it's just such a weird idea to begin with, and it gets like it, you know it's become so much weirder than it even needed to be, and the story, as we all know, is massively convoluted, and and you know, and it's not just like oh well, you can play the main three and get an idea of what's going on, but also there's these other games that kind of flesh it out, like those other games are kind of essential to <laughs> knowing what's going on. Um, so, like, obviously, people who really like it really fucking like it because if you want to get invested in something that spans, like, ten different fucking games, here it is. Um, so, it's yeah, to sort of be, like, you know, to, for me to play it and be like, ah, the cutscenes were quite long and I was a bit bored and the combat hasn't really changed, that's all on purpose. Like, it's supposed to be that. Like, that's... <laughs> you know, so it's sort of... I yeah, could I sit think that's here an and, issue. You think it is an issue? No, I don't think, think it is an issue. issue at all. It is what it is. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 it's kind of I could sit here and explain why it's not really for me, but millions of people fucking love it. And fair play to them. <laughs> um, like I sort of, I simul- like I don't like it while simultaneously being weirdly glad it exists because it's just such an odd thing to have happened and to have had millions and millions of dollars poured into it. Like the production values are through the roof. Like it, you know, it's. Um, like it's beautiful, like the you know the amount of CG in it. It's just constant, like all these mad cutscenes with all weird trippy shit happening. That's all representations of like, like stuff that's happened in previous games. 
and like, oh, this character exists because this guy removed his heart and this is the body that was left behind and he's now another main character and then this other person was made out of the main character's memories of some things that he doesn't remember anymore. And it's just, it's all just loads of stupid shit. But it's do you think so they go com- into too much detail in that regard? Or do, do you think like they ha- do you think they have to and actually what they've done is they've actually complicated whereas they could just have told your story you know, <laughs> in this one game and if you want to go back and learn the backstory... You can, and there's reasons why the characters are where they are and what they're doing, what they're doing. But I, I do, do you think, think they've actually it made is it worse? Complicated because they, like you start every one of these games and you're just like, okay, this will carry on from where the last one went uh, left off, and it absolutely doesn't. Like, and it doesn't even you know it doesn't even come up saying like, oh, by the way, if you want to know what's going on, play these games, or here's like a little cutscene that explains what you've missed. It's just like, don't give a fuck. Like, just throws you into it. Um, but like you said, you, you've got to kind of admire this. Exactly. You know, like the, it's so you know, the, so unapologetic about it. <laughs> yeah. There's just something really brazen about it. it you just I don't know, it's it's difficult to hate it, really. Um the soundtrack's incredible. Um obviously like like that goes without saying. Um it's really interesting, like the the sort of the Disney effect. Um like when you like you open up the you know the main menu and there's like a little thing in the top corner that's like before you stream and has like the triangle button and you press it and it's like look you can stream the game but if it turns out you're just streaming like the soundtrack and the Disney stuff <laughs> then we'll have you <laughs> like it's <laughs> um, done. and like literally like because there's an intro cutscene that just has like the theme from Kingdom Hearts three which is another hit single from Utada Hikaru um, and it's like because it just plays the song in its entirety for that cutscene, it it blocks you from recording that section of the game. Right, like, yeah. it comes up with a little notification, like, no, this is a blocked scene, you can't record it, because um, they don't want you getting that song for free and putting it online. Um, so that, st- <laughs> that stuff's weird. Um, Have you heard the Skrillex yeah. song yet? I haven't. Oh, I think, I get, no, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah, of course, that's the, yeah, sorry, that's, that's the... Oh, that yeah, is the, the main talking thing. About. Yeah, okay. that'd be one, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like I say, I, I it's not for me but I can't help but admire what it is. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't think I'm going to go back to it. Um, unless, be, like, I don't know, like, I know that we have some real fans among the listeners. Um, at the moment, I'm still in the opening bit in Hercules land, um, or Greece, okay. as I guess, otherwise known. Um, and uh, if, if it improves a lot, then I, I might go back to it. But. Can you do any of the uh, lands or worlds in, in whatever order you want? Or is it a no, set it's, so I'm it's very much like, yeah, so all I've done is a load of cutscenes and then here you go, you're in ancient Greece. Um, I don't know, like I know previous games have let you sort of like pick different paths through the, yeah. the worlds from, from there on. I don't know if it does that or not. Um, I suppose I should at least carry on to like because I don't really care about Hercules and there's also I know there's like a Pirates of the Caribbean well, land. Yeah, see, whatever, this is the thing. I would like to see Frozen like, one. I would like to see is yeah. Toy Story in there. Other stuff. Maybe? I think I think uh, it's Monsters. I think Monsters Inc is in it. Yeah, and Monsters Inc. Been, yeah, like, I love to see those ones. Yeah, yeah. So weren't, weren't they like pushing the more recent stuff like really hard? Yeah, like, like the Frozen heard. one was in all the recent E3 stuff, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Just what a weird fucking series. <laughs> does, um, does it feel really old? Because obviously development has started so long ago, but does it feel like an old game or or not? I mean, the, the combat... Right, it's weird because you start Kingdom Hearts 3 and it's like, oh, Sora has lost all of his powers. 
and that's why you're, you're rubbish again. And like my memories of like, because I've played and finished Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and like my memories of finishing Kingdom Hearts 2 is like you end the game like so fucking overpowered and you've got all like these different like forms you change into and you're just fucking like streaming around just battering the shit out of everything. So that's what I remember. <laughs> and then starting Kingdom Hearts 3, it's like, oh good, normal enemies take like four hits to kill. Um, and it's like, it's a bit feels a bit slow and clunky they've kept the the free flow stuff i think it's called free flow um from the 3ds one where it's like it's like sort of like sort of parkour style stuff like if there's like a like a lamppost or a, a column or something you can like grab it and swing around and do different attacks and stuff that stuff's pretty cool but it's not like what i've played it's not been used all that much just yet um yeah, but like the the actual sort of feel of the combat, like I don't think it's really changed since the first one. So I guess yeah, it does maybe feel a little bit dated in that sense. Um, but again, that's what people want. They don't they don't want it fucked with. I don't think. Um, and maybe it will still end up being really fun if, like I say, like the end of two, you sort of end up really overpowered and you've got all these cool abilities and stuff. Maybe it just maybe I'm just I'm still comparing it to that, which is maybe unfair. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, just uh, what an interesting game that I'm probably never going to play again. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of games I'm never going to play again, I've played a bit of Anthem this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know, I'm looking forward to this. I want to hear all about this. Oh, it's fucked, man. It's just like... <laughs> but is it, though? Because, I mean, you, you go on forums and stuff like that, and yeah. there's a quite sort of vociferous defence force of this game. Yeah, you know, like people, people, getting... people like it, and they're more than welcome to, and... I just, I, there are better games like this. Um, I mean, where to even start? So, you know, I've, I've said for ages, like, do you know what? If it's a decent Destiny clone with a Bioware story, that's all I want. That's absolutely fine. I'm into that. It's not even that. Like, it's not, it's not a particularly good Destiny clone. It's not a Bioware story. Like, it's just... There's no like re- like convincing like world building stuff. It's just like you're in this city, you do this one mission that goes bad, and then suddenly everyone doesn't like the people in the robot suits anymore because they failed this one time, and suddenly they're like all disgraced or whatever. The freelancers they're called, um, and it like and you know like when we talked about the demos, like oh it's just throwing around all these terms for like different factions and groups and stuff, and we don't really know who they are. Full game does that as well. Doesn't really introduce. <laughs> a lot of it um particularly well um the you know there's there's dialogue choices but they mean literally nothing um you can't like affect anything that happens the dialogue itself is fine and i quite like some of the characters um there's like especially when you're in like the town bit fort tarsis and you're like chatting with people um like there's a lot of really good like motion capture stuff so the you know um your like main like helper guy he's called owen he's he's a bit like irritating and a bit sort of chirpy but when you like when you meet him in town like there's so much detail in the motion capture that there are like jokes that are just gestures or a little shift of the eyes or or a little thumbs up or whatever just little things like that that are like really noticeable and quite well done um but then obviously so much of the the story in in quote marks is delivered like in your ear when you're in missions and you've probably got your mates talking over it or you know so you just miss all of that really Um, isn't loads of story also uh, delivered in like those um 
but basically in like written in like scripture around the game, isn't it? Yeah, so they've they've basically nicked the the grimoire cards from Destiny, grimoire, which everyone agreed one, yeah. were a shit idea. Um, so I don't know what they were thinking there. Um, and yeah, you're like you know, you don't have you know, like obviously all all Bioware games are marked by the fact that you have like these really cool companions, and you like you have your favourites that you always bring out on missions. Whereas this is like you, whenever you go on a mission, it just partners you up with random other players. Um, which I mean is annoying enough because it just means you're just with a load of strangers that you don't know and you're not talking to them and you're never going to see them again um, and sometimes you will start a mission and if the others just like happen to load in more quickly than you did they've already flown off and almost immediately you're getting bollocked for being too far behind them it does this really oh, annoying rubber banding bad, thing actually, yeah. yeah so it does this really annoying rubber banding thing where if you're too far behind everyone else it's like you've got 30 seconds catch up with them um, and if you don't catch up with them in time, uh, you then get a loading screen while it sends you to wherever the other players are. Now, Destiny 2 does this, um, but only when you get to like a boss or like an important encounter or whatever. Yeah. Whereas in Anthem, it's literally like, you've started the mission, they've all flown off, get a fucking move on. Um, yeah, th- th- that's ridiculous, because obviously cause there's much more capacity for you to be far apart, because there's lots of exactly, flying in Exactly, because it's such a huge world and everyone can fly. Yeah. And, yeah, I'd exactly. expect there more of Destiny when, like, okay, there's not a lot you can redo, you should just sort of start to sit together. Like, yeah. there's there's tons of flying in this, <laughs> so I'd yeah. imagine, if anything, they should make that much bigger than anything you do in Destiny, because yeah. they should expect and you to be well, apart. Like, is... Go, sorry. Sorry, I mean, is is the loading as bad as people have said? Yes. Like with this? Um, I mean, I gather they've patched it um but I, so i'm playing on pc and so they've, they've put out this big launch day patch um so i was like Do you know what i should give it another go um when that comes out and i started downloading it it was another like four gig and then i started reading reports that it actually breaks the pc version quite a lot and actually makes the frame rate worse and stuff i was like Do you know what i'm i'm not doing it i don't care <laughs> um oh, what else um yeah so um the map is fucking useless um there's no waypoints is there there's no yeah which, you, you which, can't set waypoints like, like the map is that baffling yeah the map is just like a satellite view so bearing in mind this is like a really vertical game where you can fly and <laughs> yeah the map is just this like satellite view of the area and you can't like you're looking at it, it's like well i don't know where like any tunnels are or walls or where like what my actual route anywhere is it's just like a just a, a landmass that you're just like, well, I guess I need to head vaguely north to go where I want to. Um, and like, you know, whereas like Destiny, you can set a waypoint and then wherever you are, it will point like it will point you at like the exit to the current bit you're in that will lead you to the next bit that will lead you to where you're trying to get. Um, whereas this, this just has none of that. Um, am, am I also right in thinking there's only one, I don't mean like one area, but there's only one, like environment yeah. if, if you know what I mean yeah which is, is just is that like, true yeah that is true and it's like and it all like like it's beautiful but it all pretty much looks the same it's like just the one sort of biome um whereas- so I don't know why I mean I guess it's just because of you know Mass Effect and all that kind of thing I mm. kind of I also thought this was like one of those ones where it was like you know different planets and all that kind of thing but nah. not it seems yeah. it's just one one place it's just one place with all like dungeons everywhere um but some of the dungeons are quite different i'm sure i've i've watched like a few yeah. streams this over the weekend and i've seen like some crazy neon stuff and all sorts so yeah uh, there's, yeah there's some, some the like really different yeah there's some like really techy stuff and some sort of quite sort of ancient sort of tribally looking stuff um which is fine i guess <laughs> um 
what else oh yeah so when you join when you start a mission and there's other people there and i mentioned that you know they might have loaded in a bit more quickly than you and flown off sometimes you can so you say you're doing like an important story mission you can join a group that's already like halfway through or even at the boss <laughs> and you're just like okay. Oh, okay that's cleared that mission then i've no idea what happened and then you that's it you've done that story mission you carry on with the story having no idea um what's just taken place um oh yeah, the thing I've heard about, which is another issue, which I I can't believe they've they've it's in there, is like the fact that yeah. if you get a like, loot or whatever, you have to basically wait until the mission's over to yep. like equip it or check it out, and then yep. you can't test it or see what it's like until you go until you like say exit that load, go to Thought Tarsus or wherever you can go to yep. change your loadout or check your loot. Go back yep. into the game to test it. If that isn't working for you, you've got to exit again. I'm sure, like that. Destiny did that when it first came out. I'm sure there's a thing where you had to like exit, and maybe 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 it was cash and bounties or something. I'm not sure. It was Engrams, wasn't it? Engrams, so you, yeah. yeah Destiny like, okay, used well, to drop Engrams, but then they changed that. For, like, it's a really nice quality of life thing where that just opened, yep. and you could you could see that stuff wherever you were. Like, well, yep. why do you think? That isn't the case here. Like they just developed it so early and they can't change it, or like because you would think, like Destiny's had two, or was it how old's Destiny? Like three, four years of learnings. Mm-hmm. They think a new game like this, Anthem, is going to take all those learnings on board, make sure all the gold quality of life things that Destiny has improved upon and done so well, and you know, and and mm. and changed itself around all the big quality of life changes that people wanted. Anthem would start with them at least for day one. So yeah, know like, are things, but I could understand. Like, I don't like it, but I could understand if it's yeah. So in, you're in a mission, and like you, you know, it'll just say you found an epic item or a rare item or whatever, and then yeah, you have to go back to Fort Tarsus to find out what it was. I put up with that in Destiny. I could do that here. Why? Like the reason it sucks in Anthem is that it's like okay, I got some epic loot. Back to town. Really long loading screen. Okay, uh, go to the forge. <laughs> pretty long loading screen again okay equip the thing loading screen back into fort tarsis okay back into the world again another really long loading screen oh i've tried the gun out and i don't really like it back to fort tarsis it's fucking like you can't change your loadout once you yeah yeah the, 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 load up, the lack of loadout changing in in an actual mission is shocking yeah. i mean I it I is like it, i but. i can understand you know like we, we talked before when we talked about the demo i really like the fact that you can have like a you know all your, your different classes like and you can switch between them and stuff um, and I can understand not letting you switch between different suits in you know when you're out in the wild, but like the fact that you can't even change your abilities or your weapons or anything without going back to Fort Tarsus, lo- doing another loading screen to go to the forge and then change. It's bollocks. And the- so that is terrible, especially if you're thinking like you need specific weapons for different kinds of bosses and stuff like that. Yeah. And you just like, you get somewhere and you're like, I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. And you can't exactly, make any yeah. changes. Um, the weapons mm. themselves are just boring. Um, like you know there's basically only like a really limited number of weapon types which again is the same in destiny um but it's literally just like there's this one type of there's like you know three different types of pistol one's a machine pistol one's a heavy pistol one's you know and there's no like interesting quirks as you you get better they just get more powerful and just do more damage as far as i could tell maybe that gets more interesting but again, Destiny 2 gives you an exotic weapon right at the fucking first mission just to give you a taste of like, this is how interesting things will get. Like you'll get loads of weapons like this and it'll be really fascinating because they all have like different like quirky abilities and stuff. Um, 
So it just felt like, there's, yeah, there's not enough variation there. The full game still doesn't explain the combo system. So, like, without, you know, going away and doing your research online, you wouldn't know that was in the game. Um, it, it still doesn't tell you which of your abilities are primers or detonators, um, far as I could tell, anyway. Um, and, you know, Monster Hunter fan, I'm not averse to having to go away and look things up. But, like, with Monster Hunter, that, that has been the case in the past because it's really fucking complicated. The combo system in Anthem is not that hard to get your head around. It just doesn't tell you what it is. So there isn't a tutorial, um, then, to the game? Uh, I mean, yeah, barely. But it's just like, here's how you move around and shoot. And that's it. <laughs> um, it doesn't explain the combo stuff at all. I mean, again, they could add that, and I'm sure they will. Um, but it just seems like a really fundamental thing to miss out yeah um uh what else is rubbish <laughs> so it's just weird isn't it it's like you were saying it's like you would think that it would at least be as good as like original destiny yeah like, do you know what i mean like at this stage i mean it probably know, is launch, as good but... as like original original destiny um mm-hmm. because that had a lot of problems yeah, that came out ages and, ago well exactly it's, like yeah. lessons have been learned and should have been implemented here um and they just haven't I mean, I mean, this it, it sort of doesn't matter because in a year's time, or you know, or, or whatever, in the next few months, there's going to be loads of updates, and it will be, it will ultimately be be good. <laughs> well, do you not think they're going to do that, James? It depends, doesn't it? If there's anyone playing it, Matt, it's like you could say that you know, like it's going to get all this and that, you know, whatever. But mm. EA don't have a great track record of sticking with things, you know, if they if they're not making money. Yeah. And uh, I guess yeah, I, I mean, don't. This would be the worst one yet if they were to ditch this, but. I, yeah. I I think that they'll have they'll keep a team on this and they will keep updating it and I think in a year's time we'll be oh Anthem is actually great but no I mean I fingers crossed that is what exactly what happens because there is something here I like the robot suits I I, I quite enjoy occasionally playing as the interceptor which is the the fast ninja one um, like it's got this cool move set where it's like a lot more sort of melee and ability focused. Um, like, you know, it's, it's all about, like, it's got these two blades and you can, like, spin around with those and kill loads of people. And, like, if you're flying and you press the melee button, it goes into this really cool spin that, like, sort of auto-aims at an enemy. So it looks like you've just totally fluked this, like, brilliant, like, dive onto an enemy and, and killed them. Um, stuff like that's pretty cool. Um, I do really like the designs of the robots. As I say, some of the dialogue and some of the interactions with the characters actually like genuinely quite funny. A lot of really good voice acting. Um, it's just I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with it to fix it. Um, I think it's got a long fucking road <laughs> ahead of it. I, I do feel like it's kind of a shame that like you're in these Iron Man style suits, but then you're also just using guns. Like it's not like. Like just abilities in the suit, you know. Like if like, would Iron Man be as cool if he was carrying an assault rifle at all times? Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe that's just me being a knob. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd, what a shame. I like. I, said, I know people are enjoying it, and I'm glad they are. Um, I just I don't see it myself. Yeah, I, I, I've watched. I watched a fair bit of this uh, streaming over the weekend. You know, some people mm-hmm. followed like massively into it, and they're, they're mm-hmm. just streaming for hours a day. So I've watched a yeah. fair bit if it's been if I've seen it on, on Twitter and stuff. And 
yeah, yeah it looks fine and this weekend I was sort of like oh it's a shame I'm sort of missing out on this big this event this new game that's out and mm-hmm. everyone's sort of learning the game together and that's always the most fun bit of mm-hmm. video game launches you know especially yeah. games of this type where yeah, yeah. people are like oh you know well, what level are you now and like, what have you done and what, well, how's this machine work how's that weapon work and I was sort of like oh it's a shame I'm sort of missing out on that and it sort of made mm-hmm. me wish I was sort of back in that sort of game again um, yeah but yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, I'd be interested to know what sales figures are like properly mm. after like a month or so, and 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 what the roadmap is. I think they have actually already outlined their roadmap in all honesty. Well, what they're going to do in the next few weeks and months. Yeah. Uh, but I, I generally think, yeah, in a year's time, we'll be like, oh, actually, Anthem is brilliant, and you know, maybe we'll yeah, be no, playing. Yeah, I hope knows. so. I really do. Um, it's just hard. I can't to see, see ditching it, it within like within a year. No way. No. Yeah, you would. You would hope not. Um, but it's EA, so yeah, EA's done that in the past. Well, well, what's been EA's most like high-profile ditching of a game then? Like this is their the biggest bet, surely. Yeah, you think in so? Wouldn't years. You? Um, well, so they actually did. I mean, it's all the Star Wars stuff, isn't it? But then none of them even made it to release. Exactly. I mean, obviously, yeah. Battlefront like, Two was a bit of a car crash, but yeah, but, but 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 they didn't ditch that. I mean, like, it's not it's not a case of ditching it though. It's just a case of just scaling it back or whatever, and just like not supporting it that much and just leaving it yeah you know i don't i don't think they would they, they i don't think they're ever going to come out and just say yeah we're done with anthem yeah that didn't work or whatever mm. they'll just leave it and <laughs> uh yeah it won't it won't get much and then eventually people will be like oh do you remember anthem you know it'd be a bit like that i just i, I mean i i don't know like between like this and mass effect andromeda which i defended to an extent you do wonder if, if like that bioware is still there anymore or if like enough people have left and it's just never going to be quite well, the same yeah, and so again. Did Bioway also did Dragon Age, didn't they? They did, and they're doing so, a yeah, new there's, one. There's, there's a new Maybe one. Maybe they were working on that. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Because um, Inquisition was all right. I mean, it, The Witcher Three made it look a bit shit, um, but then Witcher Three did that to a lot of games. Um, so yeah, I think fingers crossed. The new Dragon Age is good, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a shame. Really wanted to like this, and I do not. So are um, you going to continue playing it for a bit or are you even drawn Well, at no, all? because curiously, um, so the reason I've been playing this, is, and this is, to be absolutely clear, this is not me being entitled or stamping my feet or anything. So I got a, a press code for it on Origin and I didn't realise Origin now does this thing that their press codes like expire. So I can only play it until like the 2nd of March and then it disappears from my account again. <laughs> Which, again, fine, they don't owe me anything. Um, but I think, especially with a game like this, that's incredibly short-sighted. Yeah. It just means I mean, no press is going to be touching it. But eight to ten hours, maybe, okay, maybe I understand, maybe. Yeah. But a game's a yeah, service yeah. type game. like Yeah, oh, it's well. a really strange decision, that. Um, as I say, I, I, they owe me nothing. Um, I'm not even officially covering it for anyone, so whatever. Um but yeah, I think for those that are, I think that's a very short-sighted decision. Yeah, and I know but, like there is like a 10-hour EA Access trial. There is, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, shame. Yeah, anthem. Never mind, eh? <laughs> <laughs> shame. Yeah. Right. Uh, is that it for you this week? That is it for me. Yes. Thank God. Um, James, do you want to do the emails? I could. Uh, if you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at the computer game show, um, dot com. Sean Thomas has emailed us and he says, at the risk of turning the podcast into a parental gaming advice show, I have a question. Too late. Where, where do you stand with violence in games and playing with your kids? 
After six months of playing uh, the Just Dance single track demo, Mario Odyssey and repeatedly telling my kids that the A button on the Joy-Con is always, always, always the button you need to press in Mario Party, I need to play something else for my sanity. So we spent the weekend playing Arms and Zelda, which they adored. But later that day, they were scaling the sofa as if it were a mountain and hitting each other, shouting, kill the monsters, (laughs) which my wife and I found a bit alarming given how hard we worked to keep them from older teen titles. They're only five and two, but the core gameplay of ARMS is a good workout for the oldest, and she always also loves the story of Breath of the Wild, given it's essentially a knight on a horse racing to save a princess from an enchanted castle. Yeah, but it is a bland open but, world, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's very cookie-cutter. Uh, but seeing them so hyped and screaming at each other has left me wondering if it's time to find that 786th moon in Odyssey again. What's your take, and how do you manage your kids' screen time? Enjoying the show as much as ever and was pleased to see Matt arguing so passionately about Crackdown 3 last week, despite being blatantly wrong to keep David's legacy alive. <laughs> I'm quite pleased with that. It's like two people taken down in one go. Yeah, I wouldn't say taken down. talking nonsense. I mean, I, uh, yeah. so obviously, I mean, my kid's only 16 months old. So this isn't something I've had to really contend with. What it did make me think about was when I was young i'm gonna i mean i think it must have been sort of nine or ten by this point we got our first pc and we had a demo of little big adventure 2 oh yeah i um, love little big adventure yeah and um like playing the demo of that like i just used to run around in like combat mode and just hit people <laughs> because up to that point i hadn't played a game where you just walked around and talked to people <laughs> so that was like, well, this is how this is how you interface with virtual worlds. You just run around fighting people. You just hit. So, yeah. Um, so it's not so much that I worry about Isaac seeing violent things. I just want to make sure he knows, like, how broad games are, and that they're not. <laughs> which I think is easier now than it than it's ever been. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I just want to yeah, make sure he knows. Yeah, but the border like, experiences are the ones that that's gonna take until he's older to really understand the minutiae of. Yeah, different stories, and obviously they're quite they can be quite complex, and they touch on yeah. things that you'd later you'd fail upon in real later life. I mean, Gone Home might be a much more varied title, but he's he obviously is not going to understand any of that. It's just going to be walking around the house, isn't he? On his second birthday, I'm going to get him the collector's edition of Dear Esther. Yes, and he can like, play like, like a two-year-old deserves. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what you mean. It's yeah, the fact is, non-violent games are generally harder to get your head around, like yeah, in a lot of ways. But yeah. I don't know. What, I mean, your guys, your, your guys, your kids are a bit older. So, what? Where? Where are you up to with this stuff? Go on, James. I mean, LED doesn't really uh, play games, so yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, let me think about it. I mean, I mean, my kids mostly only play Switch stuff, mm-hmm. mostly, and I mean, they play 3DS, but it's like all of the games they got on that are basically like age appropriate mm-hmm. the parental control app for the switch is also excellent because you can like whitelist stuff if you want to okay. and it does work with all the age ratings and everything i don't i think my son i think the closest i got to violence with him with like with stuff is i mean he plays like smash brothers i mean he's nearly six now mm-hmm. and he's played arms as well and that was fine i don't think i would have I, I never let them play stuff like that when they were younger though like when they were like significantly younger than that mm-hmm. and my daughter's just not really that interested in that kind of style of game anyway yeah. although she did she loved breath of the wild you know she okay. loved like playing that and you know sort of going around in that but uh, my son's less interested in that i mean he only really cares about mario anyway it's just <laughs> 
he he gravitates towards just like uh, things like you know Captain Toad and mm-hmm. like Mario Odyssey and stuff. But he does like Smash Brothers. But I wouldn't say I've ever noticed it making him any more violent than he already is. <laughs> like you know, if you know what I mean. Like as in you know he does like play fighting and stuff like that anyway. Yeah. But I don't I, I don't know. But I, I have I haven't you know I don't let them like watch you know stuff on like PS4 or stuff like that. Really, they only ever really play the Switch because I you know I just don't want them yeah. playing that stuff yet until they get a bit older. Yeah. The PS4 is the machine I play in the evening mm-hmm. usually unless they're out um but yeah the switch stuff i feel pretty happy about really yeah i mean the situation that sean thomas mentions find him climbing the sofa and shouting kill the monsters that sounds pretty funny to me um oh, yeah, maybe yeah, it's maybe yeah. it was a bit more like <laughs> aggressive than he's made out um <laughs> like i think there's there's an amount of it like yeah like you know kids will like act things out and play fight a little bit i think that's yeah. relatively okay like I think when you if you're just waving it off as like oh well, like you know well of course they're going to kick the shit out of each other as long as it's playful rather than like actually aggressive I think that's yeah. probably fine. Um, but I mean I'm, yeah, I'm like no authority on this stuff so yeah I mean and um, that stuff that stuff just is going to happen whether I play games or not. I mean as he doesn't play mm-hmm. games and mm-hmm. I still hear like shouting to her like dollies telling them off and stuff and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it says like, I'm sure she was killed the other day. And I was like, how have you even heard that word? But clearly, that you're saying, I guess, schoolmates and stuff. Jesus. Um, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, fish an answer out of that somewhere. Uh, uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned screen time. Um, I mean, to be. Yeah, I do limit that. Yeah, like. It's. In terms of Isaac, like, because he's still so young, it's mostly like. I know if I need to use the toilet or you know, make some food or whatever, I can sit him in front of Hey Doggy or T and Mo seems to be the new one. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah. He'll just sit and watch it. No, like, no questions asked. Um, so it's more like making sure that I, I don't make it too convenient for me. Do you know what I mean? And it's being yeah, mindful yeah. of, like, like, I know I can do this when I is, absolutely yeah, need to, but not when I just... It become a shortcut. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, which, yeah. Is, which is not good. Yeah, not just doing yeah. it when I feel like doing something else. Um but yeah, I mean, they recommend like what? No screen time until they're 18 months and then they're allowed like an hour and a half a day or something. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, I've got like all the timers on the switch and stuff, so they can't use it anyway because okay. it like because you can set like daily timers and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, they don't like, yeah, they we don't let my son use it during the week. Mm-hmm. He's only allowed to use it on the weekend because yeah. otherwise he would just use it all the time because yeah. he's, like, really obsessed with it. Yeah. But even on the weekend, he's, like, he's and he's quite good about it because it, it just locks you out and you can't use it anyway. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we do similar things with, um, with just, like, TV and stuff because... Otherwise, they would just sit there for a long time yeah. and just and just do it. But, yeah. uh, but then it's funny because even when he's, I mean, with him, even when he's not like playing on Switch and stuff, he's making up games about all the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like all the characters and things like that, just like with his sister and things. So, so yeah, because that, still... that sounds to me like it's feeding his imagination rather than yeah. starving it. It's like, <laughs> you know, like I, I always say like I, I wouldn't worry so much about what Isaac plays if he even chooses to play games. He may not. Um, but like, as long as he can like have a conversation about it, do you know what I mean? And I can yeah. actually talk to him about what he's playing and what he's enjoying and what he's like, what he thinks about what he's seeing, and um, you know, yeah. But it's like over the weekend, like my son just like he got load of you know load of paper and everything and said, "I'm going to write a book." And he like mm-hmm. he wrote like a Mario thing and like stapled all the pages together <laughs> and everything. And yeah, you know, it's rubbish. It's like his daddy. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I didn't say that to him, but you know, no. it's, it's, it's still really, you know, cool. Yeah. Like, you I know, it's like it was, it was, it was really nice to see. Five years time. 
Yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, my daughter's really good. She's very good at drawing and stuff, mm. but yeah, my son's terrible. And uh, but you know, it's <laughs> but it's still really nice, you know, to see him. Like you're right, it's like it has fired the imagination, yeah. you know, to like for him to do that sort of stuff, yeah, which yeah. is which is cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, um, since this, since I last show, I have now joined James's family. <laughs> in the Nintendo Switch Online stakes, at least. And I was just son. wondering, James, can you limit my game time? And can you put anything? Actually, Matt, it's funny you say that because I was I was thinking about this. I was thinking, can I use this for like for the show in any way to like monitor what you're playing yeah. or anything like that? Turns out I can't. You can't um, okay. because I, I mean I can if I change the settings, but then I think you have to agree to it, like because you're not a. You, uh, you can't limit uh, my uh, game time or like put on like I was going to put locks. you on as a. Well, I was going to put you on as, as a supervised account, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> so then you'd have to, like, if you wanted to, like, download anything or you know, have play to get limits a pin and all that. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting a text message, what's the pin, yeah. James? James <laughs> I want to play Mortal Kombat, what's the pin? <laughs> uh, I hope you can't. I hope you can't monitor how long I've been playing. That'd be, that'd be a disaster. No, I Imagine that, unfortunately, because I, I, I did have a look, and unfortunately I can't. It's, uh, it doesn't work, because it's, yeah, it doesn't work. Thank, thank God. <sighs> Right, That's uh, it for tweets. emails. Yeah. Let's do a couple of tweets and get the hell out of here. Yes. Uh, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. The first one I'm not going to, I didn't want to read, but I got mugged off on Twitter <laughs> enough. I'm not going to read it. Nathan, re Matt's low expectations and passionate defense of mediocrity. What other video games remind you of Crystal Palace? <laughs> uh, like and they hated that and they had got like loads of people jumping on this and like liking this like, oh it's h- hilarious <laughs> it was it was one of the best tweets hilarious. of the year oh, so far. and, that, and he's that. a Villa fan I mean come on it's like <laughs> oh let's jump on Palace like we beat Leicester 4-1 on the weekend anyway it doesn't matter yeah. um, Roy's doing a good job yeah I'll just manager in the game and he's yeah he's still crushing it we've, we've got 30 mm. points anyway but it's, let's not get into it it's not worth Talking about, um, yeah. So, <laughs> media, media, media games, but passion, yeah. I mean, what what other games are mediocre but you absolutely love? I guess is the question. Well, just have a look at Game Pass. What what's, <laughs> what what exclusive games are on there that are uh, yeah? Like that. <laughs> Super Lucky's Tale. Mention that again. Uh, I'd still maintain that I really enjoyed Two Human. It's all right. It's yeah. a pretty good game. <laughs> See, you would have been ripped apart if you had that opinion on this podcast. And it yeah. was like the new game's out, too human. Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, it's all right actually. Fuck you. Although I still insist that the incredibly long death animation would be fine if it hadn't happened before we all had smartphones and Twitter. So I'd be like, oh, 30, 30 second death animation. What's going on on Twitter? Oh, I'm back in the game. It's fine. <laughs> but when you're just forced yeah. to sit there, I'm like, oh, you've got could nothing read else book. to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that game would have been fine. It was released too early. It was ahead of its time. They were planning on making a trilogy, weren't they? They were. That's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> no. We'll, ne- we'll never even see the second one. Maybe Microsoft um, could bring that back as a franchise. Mate, I would buy an Xbox for that. <laughs> if that was, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. If that was... Um, I actually would, just cause, just for the comedy value. <laughs> so it, it, it was the, the Darkatana devs, wasn't it, who did that? No, it was uh, Silicon Knights who oh, did... Oh, Silicon Knights. Um, yeah. yeah, so they did Eternal Darkness, which is... Eternal Darkness. Uh, yeah. yeah, the... Uh, yeah, totally are they still yeah. around? Uh, no, <laughs> there's a whole thing attached to them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they've got a very interesting backstory. Yeah, I don't even know who it's, has uh, the rights to Human anymore. Probably no one. But um, probably not Dennis Dyack. Probably not. So, probably yeah. not. He actually. Uh, so I did the Kane and Rince episode about Two Human, and he actually listened to it. And I don't think I was very nice about him. <laughs> oh no! But, oh dear! Oh no! 
but it's kind of it. So at least I definitely didn't swear. No, no, you, you didn't say fuck all bugger. No. Um, another football-related tweet. Uh, Rich at Rich Spurs twenty-four. If David decided to return and substitute James, would James go quietly? Absolutely. Do you know what would I was you? referencing? No problem with that, Sean. What? You, sorry, what did you say, Matt? Do you know what this is referencing? Uh, absolutely no idea. Sorry. Uh, well, there, there's. Do you want to explain, James? Yesterday, Sean was the uh, was the uh, League Cup final, right. and uh, Chelsea were playing Manchester City, mm-hmm. and it got to the end of the game, mm-hmm. like right to like they did extra time, and it was getting close to penalties. Yep. The manager of Chelsea decided to take off the goalkeeper because the uh, you know to like do a substitution, mm-hmm. but uh, the Chelsea goalkeeper uh, Kepper refused to come off the pitch. <laughs> And uh, just wouldn't come off, and in the end, like the manager had to give in, and then he went crazy and like <laughs> hit things, and like, and then almost walked out the out of the stadium. It was uh, it was it was very entertaining. Brilliant. Yeah. But, but you but, wouldn't but, do but that. Now you were just saying go, would you? it was just like cross. It was just like it makes because crossed wires because I keep I had gone down with cramp like a couple of times previously. So right. and then when he's like, no, the, I don't want to come off. Maybe he's like, been... I'm fine now. I'm not injured anymore, but. Oh. Yeah, but Calibero have been like warming up for like half an hour before, so it's like it definitely was coming on. It's yeah, <laughs> I don't know. it's a mess. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if if they want to come and substitute me, that's that's fine. I'll go quietly. Christ, it's, it's totally if, if he's come back to actually James, yeah. nah, it's not working out. You need to, you need go to go. Well, you wouldn't go quietly. I was going to say this is this is surprising to me. I thought you were actually enjoying this now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm enjoying it now, but when Dave comes back, maybe I won't. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm out. I've done my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never going to be as good as it well, was. Dave, as Dave comes back and we're just like, right, we've kept it going. Here you go. We're off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are done. Um, okay, last question. Futo exercise at Futo exercise on Twitter, of course. My wife is not a keen gamer, but currently can't tear herself away from Tetris 99 and occasional about super, new Super Mario. Have tried to broaden her selection, but little success she's set in her ways. Do your respective other halves partake or show much interest in gaming? I know we covered it before, but you know, it's new um, Yeah, I mean, post Isaac, no. Um, like they used to, like when we had free time, um, like you, like she, we wouldn't often play stuff, um, but like certainly she'd like she'd really enjoy just sitting and watching like quite sort of story heavy stuff. Like we did most of Witcher three together. Um, oh wow that's and, a big one and stuff like that yeah um, so that was really cool but yeah it's, it's, I barely watch a fucking film in one go these days so that's it anyone else no okay I get yeah wife's got absolutely zero interest I mean she'll play Tetris and that's about it she did Nothing buy that through. amiibo uh, plinth with all the <laughs> yeah that was a disaster that was that great was, that. it's <laughs> I still hate that thing it's like it's it's in my son's bedroom and it's just it's like you go near it and it always falls down it's, it's so annoying it's like I don't know what she was thinking at all it's just because I remember you when yeah. you first told us and you're like this has just arrived and like Chen can't have ordered it so I don't understand why yeah. it's here <laughs> and then it turned out she had <laughs> Yeah. yeah, brilliant. No, it made no sense at all. It still makes no sense. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Jill got a little bit into connect connect gaming when I had mine, so we play like yeah. Dance Central a fair bit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and also I think we bought um, Dance. What, what's the other dancing games? Like, they're still out on like Wii these days. Uh, what just dance? Yeah, just dance. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we bought actually for like for 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 Joe, you know, for, for for Dave's wife, I think for one of her birthdays, and we all played that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, played a bit of rock band, but it, that was oh, and also guess Singstar when that was mad. Oh, I used to love Singstar, man. 
Oh, good times. Um, yeah, that, that, oh, that was about uh, it, though. Also, I mean, obviously, nothing before that and nothing since that. She's, yeah, it's not, not, and also, yeah, we're, we're, we're obviously, we're, we've got very little time and, yeah, no, it, it's, it's a no. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a big fat no. <laughs> I'm just thinking the last games that New really got into. She really got into Tokyo Jungle for some reason. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, Stardew Valley, she, like, literally put, like, 150 hours into it or something. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, what Free about time. Life, is Strange? Life is Strange? Did you guys play that together? Yeah, the first series, Try- yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, I mean, part of the reason, like, it took me a while to play the first episode of Series 2 because I was, like, hoping for an opportunity to play through it with her and it just wasn't happening. So just had to go ahead and, and play it. So, yeah. Still not played the, the new episode. one, though. Yeah, I do. We, we need to get that sorted. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I wrote notes down because I would have forgot. Uh, did you write any notes down, James? Of course I, not. No, I have to. <laughs> Great. You're never going to remember. You're not going to remember anything about time we get round to recording. <laughs> Play it again. I can remember a couple Play of it things. Play through again. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, right, is that us? That is us. Yeah, it is. Do you want to do the end bit? Yeah, let's let's get round. So we're streaming uh, tonight is Wednesday night. If you listen to this on the day it comes out, I'm streaming Resident Evil Two uh, live on twitchtv slash show for nine o'clock. Watch me uh, play that game and get through it. Hopefully, don't know if I finish it on uh, tonight, but well, I'll get it close. That's tonight at nine. On Friday at nine, James is back for more Deadly Premonition. He's still loving that. He still hasn't had a shower. There were flies in every <laughs> cutscene, and it was actually making me feel a little bit sick, James. When I was watching you on yeah, Friday. Yeah, it's grim, isn't it's it? Like, it's funny for I'm a bit, but I was like, because the flies, are the flies getting bigger? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm leaving it until he's a complete wreck, it's horrible. Is, is my plan. Because he, also, he's looking unshaven he's, as well he's now, going which is up, pretty He's getting a bit of now, but he, he's having like, normal conversations with people in like, restaurants and places, and there's flies everywhere, and I was like, it's starting to make, make, make feel a little bit unwell. But nobody seems bothered. No, one, no, one's bothered. no one's even mentioning it, which is, it's just us have to suffer through that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's that's Deadly Premonition Friday at nine. I'm back for Blub on Sunday, Sunday at nine pm, and Sean is streaming a any game at this rate. Um, that, that, indie... Hang on, right? The next, I've got the next three weeks bowl. Have so you? I've got by the time this comes out, I've got the one you've just missed and the next two weeks planned out, and they are all hundred percent legit, independently developed video games. Brilliant. <laughs> We're back <laughs> on track. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's Tuesday nights from nine pm. Just go to Twitch, find us in the app, or just go to twitch.tv slash computer game show, and we'll be streaming on those nights. Um, yeah. Twitch shop. If you've got Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and with that, you get one free sub a month, and we really appreciate it if you gave it to us. Also, that thing you have to basically go in every month and reapply it. It's not like a one and done thing so if you have a time and you've subscribed before and it's been over a month we again really appreciate for you to go back and resubscribe uh, that really makes a huge difference and yeah it's just really nice it really really good and we really appreciate it if you were yeah, to totally. do it for us also have a podcast reviews they take two seconds if you if you're on apple if you're on itunes or have a podcast uh, leave us a review they really help uh, that's it for now i think cool um, well, you know, thanks for listening thing, i always keep forgetting this we are playing a live show at rezzed I know yeah, yeah. at the top. I'm not. James isn't because he right. doesn't care and he's got better things to be here. Saturday, 6th of April. It, all you need is a standard day ticket for Rezzed. Uh It's in London. Saturday, 6th of April. Come and watch us do a live podcast on stage. Uh, Dave will be there. James won't. But we'll still have a right old good time. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Uh, right. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I know I have, which is the main thing. Um, and thanks for letting us be natural. Goodbye. Goodbye.